All right. Time for Neil to come in. He will take you up till 2 o'clock. Kim Bo maybe, Camper maybe is not. today. Kim's turning in the barrel today. Maybe not. I'm diddling with this uh, phone thing. What's the matter? phone pot open? Wait a minute. Let's see. I hear you. Oh, and I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the phone, man. The phone, man. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> What's going on here? Not again. Oh. More QAM technical hijinks, and it's got to be on that end. I can't... Uh, I can't deal with it. It's just anyway, another hello. day. Yeah, just another day in paradise, as somebody. Oh, oh yeah, I, I'm sorry I brought that up. Now, what's the uh, what, what the hell is this thing on? It's not bad enough. We got the crow tomorrow before the ball game. That's not bad enough. So you're uh, well, you go till two, right? Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Wednesday and Thursday we go till twelve thirty. One o'clock games, yeah. For those afternoon games. <laughs> what a life. Yeah. I used to lead that life. Yeah. But Let's see if that phone. No, the phone's not going to work. Keep getting a message up there. I got a problem on this end. Anyway, uh, what's that thing on Friday with David Sampson? What the hell's that? He's going to host the show. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, he's going to host the show. I'm at the Arkansas Derby. State of the Marlins with David Sampson. No, I, it's not State of the Marlins. He's just hosting the show. State of the Union. No, it's not State well, of he's anything. Hosting the show. A little twerp like that who sounds like Mickey Mouse on helium. Get out of here. When I'm not here, I'm going to start inviting people to come in for a day. Yeah. Call Raul Martinez. Let the call. Sure. Good idea. I'll invite Raul. This phone ain't going to work, boys. That's because Miguel's working today. That's uh, They don't want to take any calls, I guess. It's on your end. It's not going to work. I mean, it's on my end. You can do a crossover with him. Oh, my. Look at this. This is totally screwed up. Oh, what was that? Oh, I, I can, I can pick telephones. him up. What do you mean you can pick him up? Punch punch up an empty line there. Just put it on the air. See, it's not going to work on this end because it doesn't... Uh... Hello? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is good. This is like one of those phone calls where you get somebody, this can you hear good. me? Hello? This is the usual QA. What a way to start the week. Air uh, is another hello? QAM. <laughs> hello? Yeah. <laughs> one time error, assistant producer, type mismatch. Type mismatch. What, what does that mean? You're not matching up with us. Well, do I have to change this uh, from DD1 to DD2 or DD sharp? How about DD sharp? Mash tater time. I like the idea, Raul Martinez. I clicked DD2. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe that did it. Maybe I just fixed it. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, it don't sound too promising there on that end, but at least I I just fixed it. Oh, Oh, am I a genius or what, huh? Good God. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to do all my own technical maintenance, too. Can you uh, make house calls? No. Oh. That's got to be a joke. You're just just doing that to aggravate me, aren't you, to tell me that he's hosting the show on Friday? No. Oh. You thought Bo was terminal in the morning. Just you ain't. Oh, Bo's on this afternoon. Well, the, like I said, he's good. Man. But David Samson's only doing it once. <laughs> oh, in other words, uh, that once isn't going to. Oh, brother. I'm going to give people a shot who uh, yeah, want to well, come on here. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give him a shot. Hey, David. And by the way, I see Barry. Did you see Barry's column yesterday? Yeah. He's just. Holy what moly. a pimp he's become. No, he's not a pimpy. He's ripping them in ass. I like it. Nice going, Barry. You the you the man. I I didn't really I get that. I like that little peanut butter and jelly on his bologna sandwiches today. I, from saw, Ma. I saw a lot of excuses in there. 
No, not just that, but here he's ripping the fans. I like Jim Palmer's quote. He says, you can't expect fans to come when you don't have a viable major league team. It's a sad story. Right. And he was in his underwear when he said it to Jim Palmer. Wherever he was, he was right. Yeah. No, he was in uh, somewhere, Palm Beach County. Yeah, he has a, yeah, that's where he stays most of the year. But David Sampson, your buddy that's doing a show, your partner in crime now, says it should be embarrassing to Floridians when attendance is announced as low. Well, just no, just do like the Panthers, just make up a number. They do anyway. Just announce 40,000 every game, even if there's like 3,000 people there. It would be very disappointing if we don't draw a million people this year. People say, what can we do? The answer is you need to come to games in more numbers. If you're not coming, you need to go public as to why you're not. Because the team sucks because it's a little league team that's lost four of its first five games. That's why, David. Because you had another uh, fire sale. And, uh, you know, the These guys, of... man. Yeah, you see, one thing about the public is that they've had it up to their earlobes with billionaires always crying, wah, wah, build us a stadium. Wah, why aren't you coming? Wah. Don't you want to come to the games? No. No, and no we don't. The, the number they're using on a stadium. Now, here's the thing where Sarah yeah, and Barry. We're 7,000 on uh, Wednesday for the second home game. Uh, 7, you know, here's the thing with the, the writers down here don't get it because they keep talking about this 300, 350 million for a stadium. The one in Washington is going to cost 600 million. The new Yankee Stadium in New York is going to cost 800 million. So where are they coming off with 300 million? The Sky Dome cost seven, a, six or 700 million that the taxpayers footed the bill, and then they sold it to Rogers Cable for 25 million. By the way, that, that's not like a hell of a deal. In one of the New York papers, it says talking about Charlotte and San Antonio, that Major League Baseball, which we've been telling people right along, has apparently expressed concerns to the Marlins about San Antonio's viability as a major league market and the mayor. The mayor of Charlotte said he doesn't believe the city can support a third professional team. We're not ready. If the Marlins see the same numbers we have, you question they move to why they're interested. Do you know that the Bills are in big trouble? The Bills are on the verge of, uh, on the Buffalo News on Friday, they were like uh, up in arms. Because if the new NFL, the collective bargaining agreement, doesn't, uh, if they don't get more help for the small market uh, teams, Bills may have to fold. It's hard to believe it. That's what they were saying. That would be hard to believe. Well, believe me, they weren't just making it up. They were, like, foaming at the mouth. They were apoplectic. I mean, that's the whole, you know what, that's baloney, too. No, it's not baloney. It is. Okay. Well, first of all. It's very jackass. It's just like, it looks like peanut butter and jelly, but it's baloney, Barry. The entire like NFL. They can't even tell the difference the, between The reason those teams butter. can survive. Hey, Barry, you're a moron. The reason those teams can survive is because... Yeah, I saw you Saturday at the Wood, by the way. Oh, yeah. Looked like you were freezing your ass off. I was. <laughs> oh, man. It was, you had a brown like a, like a babushka on. Man. It, you were like uh, it was up there. 33 degrees. Yeah. And raining. Mm -hmm. It was brutal. I don't even know the name of the horse. I know it was uh, Bob Baffert. And Bob and John. Garrett Gomez was the jockey, but I don't know the name of the horse. Bob and John. See, that's the thing with thoroughbred racing, man. The quality of horses is so bad the last so many years now. A lot of these phony balonies, you know, Smarty Ash Jones, all these other wannabes. This is a nice horse. I wouldn't mind owning I hope you're right. I don't think Although he's going to win a derby. Although I horse that won the Santa Derby. Right That's a special horse. What was, what was that horse's name? Brother Derek. Oh, Derek. Yeah. It's named after our friend Derek. Now, maybe that was the one that Garrett Gomez was riding. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, no, Garrett Gomez was in New York. Now, how come most of the great jockeys now are in California? I was just thinking this before uh, you came on. How well, Solis rides Brother Derek. Oh, does he really? Yep. Good old Alex. He cashed a lot of tickets on Alex Solis and Hialeah back in the day, man, 100 years ago. I'm going to be at Good the Arkansas Derby this week. And 
I remember saying to you before last year's, uh, was it the Derby, Rafael Bejarano? I said he's the hottest jockey in the country. Said, yeah, that's all in them little tracks in Kentucky. He won five races at Santa Anita on Saturday. Six. Was Saturday. Huh? Six. Six. Including four in a row. Yep. And then he won a big race. Hey, he had a, he was, he, he, was uh, he was a great jockey down here this winter. He rode at Gulfstream. Well, there you go. Did very well. I mean, not that I know anything about it, but I just saw he won six races at Santa Anita. It's quite yeah. an accomplishment on a Saturday card. It's pretty damn good. It's an accomplishment any day. A- anywhere, right. The record, Lafitte Pinkai had seven. Yep. But neither one of them are Brian So Jerry Peters Bailey rode six one day at Gulfstream on Florida. Who did? Day. Jerry Bailey a few years ago. Victor Molina? Yeah, Victor Molina. Or Julio Pazua once. No, Gary Bain. You're fading out again. Oh, Gary Bain. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Come on. Jerry, Jerry Bailey. Bain. On Florida Derby Day a few years ago. I wonder who the jockey was on Lo the Dutchman. Who? Lo the Dutchman, a horse that used to go out the first quarter in 21 and change. Oh, that's 100 years ago. See, here we go with this horse racing again. All I did was mention I saw you on TV Saturday, and you looked like you were freezing your ass off. I was. (laughs) Is this a replay? Yeah. (laughs) So the Arkansas Derby, now who's going to be in that? Lawyer Ron. I just bet him at 12 to 1 to win the Kentucky Derby. Really? And there's another horse I like in there Whose who's horse is 40 that? to 1. Who's the trainer on that horse? Bob Holtus. He's a good I trainer. Don't know who that is. He's very yeah, good. And Bob Holtus, he's got a special poultice that he puts on those quarter tracks. Exactly. And uh, there's another horse in there, keep an eye on, called Steppenwolfer. Really? Big long shot. I heard he was born to be vile. <laughs> Can't believe I fixed this phone. I am so proud of the lines. Uh... Oh, see that? Listen, listen to that. How about this one? Oh, it's going to be quite a show today, I'll tell you that. It's a good thing i got a huge pile of stories. may not be able to take too many calls. The quality of the phone line don't sound awfully good. That's South Florida for you. Pay through the nose and they give you crap. Good news for you is you're not doing too well in our hate poll today. You're like in mid-pack. You're not, uh, they're not dumping on you. Oh, who do they hate? They hate Rick Sanchez still. Mm. These are the, I put all the names I put on here are like broadcasting related people from South Florida. Rick Sanchez 104. Joyce has got 64. No, <laughs> oh, they hate Joyce. Dan Labastard 45. Uh, Steve Mister Ego Kane 31. George 27. You only got 23. You're like way down there. Castanova 21. Zagaki 13. I got seven. Greg Reed's got six. <laughs> Joey Reynolds two. And Joe Bell don't have any yet because they don't know him yet. Yeah, they don't know him like I do. Although I voted for. Uh, Dan LeBastard. No, I, I don't know who the hell I voted for. Hmm. So Rick Sanchez, even though he's on CNN, they still hate him like poison and just pray that he never comes back. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if he's an illegal alien. Just send him his ass out. How about some of the local weather people? Like? You have Norcross? Uh, Miss, Miss Kamal? Yeah, Norcross Well, she's kind of tied there? up at the moment. You have, you have Norcross on there? No. Why would I put Brian Norcross on there? What the hell she got to do with this? Okay. Sorry. God. Hey, Brian, you're not even on there. You know what? What are you going to do about it? Too fair. <laughs> right. Now don't, now, don't start adding more names on here. Okay. These are like, uh, you know, in fact, the only TV guy I put on there was Sanchez. Because I knew that uh, they were just joneson to cast a hostile vote. They're just hostile in general. Hey, if you get a couple of minutes. Panthers are eliminated, by the way, just in case anybody missed it. They won last night a meaningless game. But uh, they're done. They're hey, out. Hey, you no got, you got to get. I got to get you a copy of the Darren Dalton interview. You remember Darren Dalton? Yeah, I sure do. He was the catcher for the Phillies with that hot wife. You know. Yeah, and he also wife. played for the Marlins. Right. On their championship. Right. Team, the first one. You got to listen to the interview. 
I'm just, uh, we'll get it for you. I'll make Why is that? He talks about his wife's boobs or something? No, he talks about uh, Shirley MacLaine type stuff. I certainly don't know if it's the end of the world. He's into the hearing. Right. Some people will, will <laughs> so be able to, to go on to a, another plane of existence. Right. All right, Those Derek. who are not okay. ready won't. That's what happens when you too, take too many showers with the guys. Are you know? ready for another existence? Wow. <laughs> Well, maybe he uh, knew David Sampson in another life. Or maybe that, of course, he was, that was back in the Wayne days. You can do a crossover Wayne. with David on Friday. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. I'll do a crossover with David and tell him what a, a little twerp he is. If you look up twerp in the dictionary, you see his picture next, next to it. Hey, David, you're a twerp, and you've got a stupid mouth and be knocking the fans. First of all, let me just tell you it's right Neil now. Neil Rogers Show on Sports Radio 560. Yeah, go ahead. Listen to me. Yes. South Florida is a football. It's a... Dolphin Town, that period, that's it, Dolphin Town. It's not even a football town because the Canes used to draw like 18,000 until they start winning championships. They don't draw flies when they play, what, you know, like some girls' school. It's strictly a Dolphin, that, that's it. The Heat are drawn, and, and as, soon as, as soon as he hangs it up, that'll be the end of that. When they start going south and the team really sucks, they're going to stop supporting them too. Panthers don't draw flies, and the Marlins aren't going to draw flies anymore. It's not a sports town in the first place, so if you put like a Little League product out there, they're not going to show up. I went to the Panther game the, uh, last week. There is week. no passion. There is no passion. The only thing there's passion in South Florida is for the early bird dinner and for hate. Those are the only two things that there's any passion for. Believe me, I've been doing this 30 years in this town, and I've learned that lesson. That's all they care about, early bird dinners and hate, period. Hate and, the, and the Dolphins. And, of course, uh, you know, they got to Dante's Culpepper's. Big deal. So what's going to happen with Ricky Williams? Is he going to be uh, hanging out? I don't know. Today he goes... He's smoking a big fat one. He's rolling, I heard he's rolling up the sports section and uh, smoking <laughs> a big fat one. Today he pleads his case. Is he really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a, P deal, a plea deal? Yep. Well, no, I don't know what he's doing. I heard he... David Sampson's going to be doing a plea deal on Friday morning. I, I still can't get over that. You, this has to be April Fool. A little late April Fool, delayed action? Nope. It's got to be. You're going off to do the Arkansas Derby, and we're putting David Sampson on here? I know we're desperate. I know we got Crow on there tomorrow before the Marlin game, before the home opener, but that just... David Sampson? He makes Geldy sound like uh, Westbrook Van Voorhees. <laughs> yeah, you know it's true. Oh, God. I think uh, people will want David Sampson's going to be on? We sure got some good voices on this station, I'll tell you that. Oh. He's not. He's... You got Lady Martez's on all over the place. You got Geldy on there. By the way, the poll we did on, uh, where the hell is it, from over the weekend? Who they want from two to four? Geldy, even Reverend Jones beat out Geldy. That's how. Uh, well, you want Geldy me to put just... those guys on when I'm away? Yeah, that, that, that's a good idea. All these, when you're off on these uh, busman's holidays doing these horse races, we'll just we'll start at the top with um, Suds and uh, Curtis and uh, Big yeah. O and Reverend Jones. Uh, I'm just going to bring in some people. Yeah, yeah, bring in some people. You know, got to be an improvement. Put people the, who the, the audience Stockton on there. He's might want to get a shot there. at. Put your close friends on. I'll, I'll about like Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser together. Yeah, there that would be fun. It'd be better. It'd be better than David Sampson. I'll tell you that. At least I could do a crossover with Stockton. He's got a sense of humor. I hope the Marlins get about 3,000 people there on Wednesday, so when Samson's on Friday, I'm going to do a crossover and say, were you counting the house one by one, David? <laughs> you idiot. You quizzling. You fairy. God. Just this is the Neil Rogers show on Sports oh, Radio. Yeah, you're not going to get suspended again for these people. I mean, you're putting them on your show, for Christ's sakes. No, I just want to make it clear that you're the guy who's uh, making know, all the comments. And we'll continue doing so, okay? They put a little league team out there, and then they have the nerve to rip the fans. Well, if you don't show up, we're going to leave. Oh, bye, bye-bye already. You know what I mean? Oh, speaking of bye-bye, look what time it is. Bye-bye. See you. Yeah. 
The views expressed on the previous programs are those David of the host, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. Sounds like about, sounds like Gilding with about four gallons of human in this place. Good God. Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for Absolutely. Oh! Every job has got one. Like seven million feet of border run. I hear them protest for the rights of an alien. They say this law is so Our illegals are Spanish-speaking foreign people. They got no reason for leaving. They even go to my school. And then they say these laws ain't good enough. They just sit on a corner till you pick them up. It would change your life if they didn't pick your food. Cause we're all so screwed. And it's not just politicians who are playing the fool. We're filled with all this emotion that we can't get through. They take the kind of job that we do not want to do. Give them green cards, make it legal, or else shut up about it. Oh, yeah, they're rallying like crazy, even in Fort Lauderdale today, the illegal aliens who want to be want somebody to wave a magic wand. You know that if they ever do, uh, which I don't think they'll wind up doing anything because they're all peeing in their pants, all the Congress. But if they ever, like, granted all these illegals, which there could be like 20 million, they don't know, they keep saying 11 million, they haven't got any idea how many there are. Because when they're sneaking illegal, how the hell do you really know? Right. So if they give them all amnesty, do you have any idea how many are going to come pouring in? It's going to be like a message, like sending and putting a green light at the border. Hey, well, we're not overpopulated already. Come on down. That's right. We only got 300 million people here, and uh, come on down. New Orleans should have been a good example of how many people are living in squalor and abject poverty in America who, like, uh, belong here in the first place. That should have been a real good uh, fly opener, but no. So here's all these uh, brown folks running around. Ah, I mean, brown and the darker shades of brown. If you came in illegal, go away. Just everybody come forward, raise your hand. Just say, I'm illegal, and okay. <laughs> That's how they're going to identify. Everybody come to the front of the line, and we'll put your ass on a bus. 1016 at 560 WQM. we got Kim Bocamper at 2, Mad Dog at 4, Curtis at 7, Eddie K at 10 o'clock. A nice pristine schedule. No ball games today. No Panthers. No Marlins. Marlins are licking their wounds after an uh, uneven start. And they'll be having their home opener tomorrow. They're expecting like half of what they had last year. We'll get into Barry's column. David Sampson on Friday morning, boy, he's going to take a he's going to take a roasting like he never dreamed in his life. He won't be saying we did it. I guarantee you that when he finishes ten o'clock. Hey, what's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long, especially in the sweat box called South Florida? How about getting an instant twelve hundred dollar cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three, count them, three generations. As a Carrier Factory authorized, dealer Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place, and have now invented the Carrier Infinity System that actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. 
To maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner, join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Twice a year, they'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off on any needed repairs. All of these things for just all of these things. Just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed Infinity system with Puron or peace of mind all year with the Comfort Club, either way, make the Royce choice. Call Royce Air and Heat toll-free 1-800-377-0075. That's 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Barlins? Who the hell are the Barlins? Tonight on Fox, American Idol. With Dick Cheney. I ought to be singing on American Idol. The guy who pulled the curtain shot my friend. I turned and shot a pair of... Fired and his hair falling. He was, I'm sure, stunned, obviously. Didn't know he was there. We were shot, and uh, he just got a bird. He was laying there on his back. Denied on Fox. Hey, there's old Denied Dick, 22 past 10. Happy Monday to you. So Barry Jackass writes yesterday, and I'm sure that everybody in town is buzzing about this, aren't they? It says Florida Sports Buzz. Oh, yeah. You think they're buzzing? How low will the crowds go, writes Barry? Mighty low. After payroll slashing and relocation talks, the Marlins will get answers this week. Early signs are not encouraging, he says. Not encouraging. Now, where in the hell is that bit where he says, we won the World Series? Where is that? And he's still, like, lisping. Can't find that one. Too bad George ain't here. Call up George and find out where it is. We this is a joke. Don't go series. calling up George. Huh? Where did we you find that? It's under We Won the World Series. Oh, it is? Well, I guess that's a logical thing. Uh, I don't have it, I don't think. Uh-oh. No, I haven't got that in here. That's probably why I couldn't find it. Well, one more time for you. We won the World Series. Oh, my God. You fairy. You hear that? Somebody get a butterfly in it to catch those runaway S's on that deal. We did it! <laughs> Anyway, after payroll slashing and relocation talks, the Marlins will get answers this week, writes Barry. Early signs are not encouraging. The team has sold less than 5,000 season tickets, down from an alleged 10,000 last season. Just over 22,000 have been purchased for tomorrow's home opener against the Padres, and the crowd's expected to be half last year's opener, 57,405. And then Wednesday's 1 p.m. game, 1 p.m., that means the pregame at 1230, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday's 1 p.m. is expected to draw about 7,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That'll be announced, which means that maybe there'll be like three, 4,000 people there for the second home game of the season. Of course, so maybe they'll kick some serious ass tomorrow against the Padres. You think? Uh, no. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. And this is the part that just really pisses me off. It should be embarrassing to Floridians when attendance is announced as low. Marlins President David Sampson said, It would be very disappointing if we don't draw a million this year. People say, What can we do? Like Al Martino, What can I do? What can I do? Remember that? You remember that. I'll tell you what you can do, David. You can act like a man! What's the matter with this? <laughs> David says, What can we do? The answer is you need to come to games in more numbers. If you're not coming, you need to go public as to why you're not. If the true answer is you don't want baseball in your town, that's okay, but I'm not sure that's the truth. 
They, they want Major League Baseball in their town. That's what they want, David. Not a minor league team, not a bunch of uh, no-names that nobody ever heard of before dressing up in uh, big league outfits. They want a Major League Baseball team, which they've had before, and sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes... The Marlins drew recently during last dismantling, 1.7 million in 98. Attendance bottomed out in 2002... 813,000, average of just over 10,000. Last year, the Marlins drew 1.85 million, but average a National League low of 22,872. I got news for you. The chances of them averaging 22,000 this year on a scale of minus infinity are uh, just that, none. Jim Palmer, dressed in his underwear, said, You can't expect fans to come when you don't have a viable Major League team, Hall of Flamer said in the Palm Beach County in February. It's a sad story, he said. Asked at a town hall meeting about past disappointing attendance, Sampson said, I want to believe it's the location of the stadium or discomfort fans feel. Oh, yeah, that's a bad location right there at the county line right off the turnpike. Yeah, right in the middle of everything. Right. It can't be the product. I don't apologize one bit for this product. The run you've had as an off-season ticket holders is unparalleled. The run you've had as season ticket holders is unparalleled? What the hell does that mean? This year, of course, it is the product, Sampson says Barry. Samson says South Floridians need to show baseball. The commissioner especially, they want the Marlins to stay. But even sellouts wouldn't solve the stadium issue. Yeah, I think sellout is the word. That's what they keep doing to the fans. When in doubt, they sell them out. Handling the Marlins marketing this year is like being entertainment director on the Titanic, Barry says. Like being the entertainment director for Wayne Newton. But the team will use a few clever ideas, including a scratch-off contest at Saturday games with signed jerseys and other items given to 100 weekly winners. Oh, when in doubt, scratch it out. That's going to bring them in. That's going to pack them in there, man. When in doubt, scratch it. One fan asked why the Marlins won't offer a buy-one-get-one-free agreement, responded Samson. The airlines who do companion tickets for free are generally out of business. Now, that's a good excuse. The Panthers, you buy one ticket, they give you like 100. They give you a whole section. Trust me when I tell you, I know as a season ticket holder. Oh, hey, you want 100 tickets for tonight's game? No problem. Then we can put it down in the attendance. I was at the game last night. Now, I know that. Don't try to tell me they had a crowd for that game because I saw little bits of it. I mean, it, it wasn't too bad. More, it was sparse. More than I expected, but yeah. It, it maybe, was sparse. Maybe 10, 10,000? Maybe. Oh, you're, you're getting really optimistic now. You're getting sucked into the hype. I got to tell you, it was, it was a pretty exciting game. Yeah, they kicked some serious ass because the game don't mean anything to them anymore. So now that they're now all of a sudden they're world beaters. Yeah, it was, it was almost good enough for uh, me to continue to watch hockey. Almost. Almost. But not quite. No. Who scored all those goals, by the way? Anybody you know? know Oli Oli Jokinen had two of them. Yeah. You know, I know Oli. How about Nat Horton, Nathan? Uh, I, I know some Panthers now. I got He's uh, no Tim Horton. I'll tell you that. Hey, the Rage has walked in. Who? Rage has walked in. Oh, yeah, I got your you got uh, I got season tickets. Oh, don't you hand. start with the crap now. Make sure Miguel don't get his hands on those tickets, okay? That's the one thing. <laughs> Make damn sure that this spick doesn't get my tickets again. He cherry-picked those tickets last year. He left games That was three years ago, man. Oh, you know, get out of here, whatever the hell it was. You know, last season. No, last season I took one pair. Get out of here. You didn't one get pair that I had to go get them on your reports house. on that. You left nothing. One pair. You scoured through there. Yankee tickets, anything that anybody might want to go see. You picked all the tickets. The Braves... Anyway, yeah, I took all the Yankee tickets. Maybe Mo took the Braves. Do, 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 do. 28 after 10 at QAM. Finally, a TV experience like no other, believe me. Comcast Digital Cable with On Demand is easy to use, has lots to love. And today you can try it for only $34.99 a month for three months. Why is TV so much better with On Demand? I'm glad you asked. For starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so. With programming including free movies, kids shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, 
home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. And don't forget about Control. With On Demand, you can start, stop, pause, rewind, and fast-forward programs just using that little remote. You can't get all these things with satellite. With up to 250 channels plus On Demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could possibly ask for more? And best of all, On Demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime. Sit back and you wonder how you managed to get along without it. Call today. Order Comcast Digital Cable on HBO with the power of On Demand for just $34.99 a month for three months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST. Do it today. Or in Broward, call 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Jesus Christ! Chris is gay? Say it ain't so. Gay! Gay, gay! Jesus! No, Charlie. Is he related? That's his brother, good brother. Gay. Jesus! Gay! Ain't no such thing as a gay Republican. Gay! Ain't no such thing as a gay Christian. Gay! Charlie Christ is not gay? Now finish your Kool-Aid. Gay! 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 He's running for governor. Governor of what? The Leather Chops Club? No, no, he was. Jesus Charlie Christ for governor. This message paid for by Christians with secret Republican thoughts of it. I wonder if he was uh, riding in the gay rodeo this past weekend in Davie. We'll get to that. Got a whole pile of stuff here today because Miguel is working. He gets really pissed off. Orderly. I beg your pardon? <laughs> what? Are you going to be there? So let's see. Tomorrow you're not going to be there because you're going to be out the ballpark. Yeah, I'll be here the rest of the week. You're going to be uh, what? Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? George is on vacation this week. Don't start any rumors that he got suspended or canned. George is on vacation. He got suspended and canned. George got suspended in the can. That's the rumor we're starting. By the way, uh, Stephen Weiss was with Miguel Talkie game yesterday, and uh, he said he was coming up with a team. Panthers will be here in Toronto tomorrow to play the Leafs at the ACC, and Stephen Weiss is coming up. He's promised to come over by my place and just kind of hang, hang out. That's what he said. Here's the poll from Friday, 1,772 votes. Who should get the permanent two to four slot? I bet you Stephen Weiss don't even know who the hell I am. He doesn't know anything about this station. That would he know. Uh-huh. Canadian kid like that, huh? You don't listen to this show. Are you kidding me? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, you, so I guess you guys are all coming up. Geldy will be here tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait to have lunch with Geldy and compare notes about uh, old times. I'm sure he won't be calling me. That's the one good thing about the Panthers coming up here is that rumors no longer with the organization. I won't have to buy anybody lunch or dinner tomorrow night. Thank God. So we asked Friday who should get the permanent two to four slot on QAM. 1,772 votes. Oh, maybe my good buddy Denise Potvin. I don't think they're televising the game here tomorrow, are they? Is it a TV game? I don't know. I know the last several, Mr. Huh? Toronto. The last uh, several home games, they are not televising. I don't know what that's all about. Assuming, I guess, that uh, a whole bunch of people are going to... In fact, they showed the highlights. It was the Tampa telecast with... Uh, what's his name? From the Lightning. What's his name? Uh, what the hell is his name? He's pretty good. The guy that does the Lightning games, uh, Sean uh, Piccoli. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, that's uh, it. Huh? That's it. <laughs> Sean Piccoli. Oh, seriously, I'll come up with it. Uh, Jim Maddich, 2 to 4. They said 345. Suds Coleman, 331. Uh, I mean, Mad Dog makes a lot of sense. Suds is not going to get it, okay? I mean, they love Suds and so do I, but it's a moot point. Right. I won't listen anyway, no matter what you put in there, 256. That doesn't sound too good. That's 14 plus percent. George Rodriguez, 223. That's also not going to happen. Curtis, 147. Bring back Mo, 107. See, when he was on there, they wouldn't listen, or at least if they did listen, they didn't mark it down in their diary, so he's gone. 
he was uh, requested uh, an early departure, and he said, oh, yeah, see ya. 107 say, bring back Mo. The big O. O. 90. Rock solid. Reverend Jones, 49. Geldy, 48. See that? Even Reverend Jones beats out Geldy, who we've got on over and over and over. See, it's like, it's like an endurance contest for the audience. How many bad voices can you endure? I'm sure that's why uh, Hank's got David Sampson on there Friday morning. That, that's that's got to be a joke, isn't it? Uh, oh, no. It's got to be. We did it! Oh, my God. Uh, the Crow 47. He'll be out tomorrow from 2 to 3.30 for that opening day. I'm sure I'm sure coming up with new lines. A lot of new liners. Be sure to have the uh, tapes going to go along with uh, some of the other classics. 5.67. Oh, Eight, five, sixty. That's where you see some arm pro pro uh, problems. I like that one. Yeah, me too. Crow, 47. I hate this pull, 43. Kimba Bocamper, 38. They don't want to hear him. He'll be on today, as a matter of fact, 2 to 4, because he's near the bottom of the list. Joe Zagaki, 20. Ernie Sochin, 17. Almost as many as Joe Zagaki. And Lenny Martez, 11. See, we got, we got a whole bunch of people that don't belong on here, even to say hello and goodbye. And that, that seems to be our new specialty. And now that we got this new regime in here, it's like, oh, you're going to see some big changes, Neil. Yeah, right. The only changes we're seeing, like a lot of changing of underwear, like when those numbers came out in that last trend. Holy crap. Woo! 631 votes on today's poll. We can make that 1,000. Joshua's saying, I don't think so. Is that right? That's, weren't you saying that? You were mumbling it. No. Make sure now, hang out of those tickets, because I'll give you tomorrow morning. I'll tell you where to take them. I got them. Where to stick them, huh? I'll pick through like Miguel. Oh, Miguel can tell you right. No, no, don't go picking through the tickets. <laughs> go pick through Miguel. That's a good idea. Take the seeds out. Who do you hate the most? I don't hate anybody, 134. Well, that's that's beautiful. We don't believe you, but that's at least they don't hate anybody on this list. Rick Sanchez, gone but not forgotten, man. 126, they still hate him like poison. I hate this pool, 89. Joyce, 72. That's who got my vote. Good choice, Joyce. Joyce Fitch rhymes with bitch. Dan LeBastard, 54. They hate you, Danny boy. Steve Mr. Ego Kane, 37. Don't have any listeners, but he sure got a lot of haters. George, 32. Hank, 26. Castronova's got 25. Old Polly. Joe Zagaki, 17. Greg Reed, 8. And yours truly, 8. 8 too much. Joey Reynolds, 2. And Joe Bell finally got one. I'm sure that's a water Nazi. It's got an asterisk on here. means that the vote came from inside the building. When a stranger votes... Inside the building. Probably the water Nazi, like I said. And we got to do a little phone test because I don't know if this uh, thing's going to work or not. WQAM. Oh, yeah, it, it works. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's working. <laughs> and I fixed it. It was that, uh, whatever that thing is uh, called. Your uh, configuration? Very good. Configuration. Well, now, why would that change? It means it had to change on that end. So I had to change it on this end, on the uh, Rectum. hind end. No, it was always uh, DD2 here. Oh, it was on DD1. It was on DDT, as a matter of fact. No, it was not always on... Uh, okay, maybe it changed on this end. Let's assume that something changed on this end. I don't Stop believe it. Stop diddling with it over there. Okay, I won't diddle it. According to a New Yorker article written by investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch, the Bush administration has increased clandestine activities inside Iran and intensified planning for a possible major air attack. They're going to nuke them, baby. He says the Bush administration, while publicly advocating diplomacy in order to stop Iran from pursuing a nuclear weapon, has increased clandestine activities inside Iran and intensified planning for a possible major air attack, probably right before the November elections, maybe like about a month or two before. Going to nuke them. Then, of course, we'll make a lot of friends all over the world. 
Current and former American military and intelligence officials said that Air Force planning groups are drawing up lists of targets, and teams of American combat troops have been ordered into Iran undercover to collect targeting data and to establish contact with anti-government ethnic minority groups. The officials say, why don't we just take all the illegal aliens over there and let them uh, attack Iran? And that's not a good idea. Sounds like a plan to me. Uh, I think so. And then we'll just leave them there. See, I, see the, the media is the ones that are screwing this all up because they keep talking about immigration crisis. It's got nothing to do with immigration. It has to do with the people who are legal immigrants and all the history of legal immigration, who are the ones who came in Ellis Island like 100 years ago. It's got nothing to do with what's going on now. People porting illegally across the border, undocumented, illegal, illegal. Oh, it's immigration. No, it's not. And if it is, it's insanity, which is why we've got 20 million illegals running around the country. And God only knows who the hell they are and what they're up to and what they're planning. The official said that President Bush is determined to deny the Iranian regime the opportunity to begin a pilot program planned for this spring to enrich uranium. One of the military's initial option plans as presented to the White House by the Pentagon this winter calls for the use of a bunker-buster tactical nuclear weapon against underground nuclear sites. One target is Iran's main centrifuge plant nearly 200 miles south of Tehran, Natanz, which is no longer under IAEA safeguards, reportedly has got underground floor space to hold 50,000 centrifuges and laboratories and workspaces buried approximately 75 feet beneath the surface. The number of centrifuges, oh, by the way, there's a very famous movie that I saw last night. I stayed up till 2 in the morning watching it. I haven't seen it in years. What's that? You wouldn't like it. How do you know? Because it's, it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie and you wouldn't like it. Okay. And I can't think of the name of it anyway. It's got the Doris Day and Jimmy Stewart, where they kidnap the kid because they see they find out about an assassination plot, so they kidnap the kid. The last line of the movie is, "Oh, we're, we were uh, sorry for it to be so late, but we had to go pick up Hank." That was the last. <laughs> that was the. That was funny. And believe me, if you saw Hank on the uh, Wood Memorial on, on telecast on Saturday, pick it up, Hank. Maybe with a. Uh, the man who knew too much. The very good. See, so you just googled it. That's a good movie. Did you ever see it? No. I did not. Actually, it's a remake of Hitchcock's own movie. He did it originally in like 34, 36, something like that, and this was 56. Jimmy Stewart and uh, Doris Day. This is, in fact, the song was she was singing, K Sarah, and she kept singing louder and louder because the kid was upstairs and he heard mommy singing, you know, came running down. You never saw the man who knew too much, huh? No, a little before my time. Not, you believe me, you would never watch it. Neither one of you. I'm sure Miguel never saw it because it's in English. <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with Cuba. 1042 at 560 WQAM. Okay, here's a silly question. Have you tried the pizza and pasta, John the Baker's? Well, if you got any brains at all, by now you have. John the Baker is the best Italian restaurant this side of University Drive, and now they've got two great locations for you. Brand new John the Baker in the Sterling Town Center on Sterling Road, just west of Pine Island and Cooper City. And the classic John the Baker in Pembroke Pines, just west of Flamingo in the Home Depot Center on Pines Boulevard. By classic, we mean they serve lots of Coca-Cola classic. And don't forget, the food is absolutely great. Believe you me. Absolutely. Unbeatable. Huge portions, everything cooked uh, to order. Favorite homemade style Italian delights. Some of the best pizza anywhere you've ever had in your life. Plus, with John the Baker's low prices, you can take the whole family for lunch or dinner and stay well within your budget. Be sure to ask for the Neal Deal. Here's how it works. It's a large 16-inch pizza, half a dozen garlic rolls, and two fountain Cokes for only fourteen seventy-five. So be sure and ask for the Neal Deal when you go in. Take out or dine out in tonight. Call 954-431-4315 in Pembroke Pines. Or in Cooper City, call 954-252-0091. Pizza, pasta, veal, chicken, parmesan, sausage, and peppers, all your favorite subs like that sloppy sausage sub. Join John the Baker for the best Italian food in South Florida, and be sure to ask for the Neil Deal when you be calling. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
47 at 560. I can't wait till 2 o'clock tomorrow, man. I'm going to rip him and ask for four hours tomorrow before it goes on the air. He is absolutely unacceptable is what he is. But uh, heads and shoulders above Lenny Martez. We can agree with that, right? Right. So what does that tell you? And, of course, as far as David Sampson's concerned, he's got a voice for uh, television. Well, he makes it Certainly not for radio. That, that, that thing on Friday, man, it's just, it's got to be an April Fool. I'm not buying it. Until I hear it, I'm not believing it. I bet you there'll be a zillion people tuning in just to see if it's a put on. Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on, let's hear why you won't go to the Marlin game tomorrow, and certainly won't go on Wednesday at one o'clock. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll write all these down and pass them along to David Sampson, and pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. I'm demanding a recount on that. Yeah, recount this, okay? Are you? Yeah. Good God. WQAM. Hello. I got a voice. Okay. Okay, there's two birds with one stone right there. We just took care of a little avian flu problem. Two birds with one stone. Five six seven oh five. Is it going to be like this all week long? Yeah. Probably. Oh. What? We can only hope, right? Well, that means some more bedtime stories, just to piss off Miguel. So tomorrow's just me and Josh. There's no uh, no third party in there tomorrow. Oh sure. Can you guys go? Oh yeah, no problem. Okay. In fact, uh, have Josh stay home too. Just have somebody <laughs> come in, open the pot, and I'll. Uh, Don't tempt me now. I'll confabulate. Look at that phone, man. Maybe the phones aren't really working. What do you think? WQAM. Hey. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Neil. Speaking, this could be our first real call of the week. Yes. Neil, it's Bruce. How you doing? Okay, Bruce. I, um, I'm going to the Marlins game tomorrow, only because I enjoy opening day. It's festive, and I probably won't be back until they go to San Antonio. Okay, maybe they'll give you, like, a free bus ticket. Uh, yes, I would, but it is it is a nice, one of the very few nice things we have left in Miami is opening day baseball. Well, I, see, I've never been able to understand that. What's the big simis? What's the big deal about opening day? I don't I don't get that. In other words, if you're not really interested in the first place and you're not going to go to the other uh, 80 ga- home games, what's uh, the point? The point is, is you're, you live down here and you have very few little things to look forward to happening. <laughs> That's for sure, Monday. yeah. And to tell you the truth, it is a nice afternoon. You get off of work at 12, 
you get over to the park around 2.30, and uh, you relax the rest of the afternoon. Dude, I'm not talking about boozing it up at all. I'm just no, saying, I just said maybe like a little nap. Bring a pillow along would be good. Exactly. But they are going to mess themselves up because they've got two 1 o'clock games following on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and you're right. They're going to draw maybe 100 people. That was good scheduling, wasn't it? Having two yes, in the middle of the week, and not only that, I think the reason they don't want to do it is because it's Pesach, and they don't want to like play at night and piss the Jews off, which is most of their crowd. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. You know how it goes. Okay, listen. Have a season uh, Easter. Yes, sir. Have a good. See good. Five six seven oh five sixty. So yeah, I think that had something to do with it, wouldn't you? The scheduling, because I remember one time the Panthers played like. Uh, I don't know what it was on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or something like that. And everybody, all oh, the Jews, of course, the Panthers in Broward County, it's the whole, uh, all 100 people are Jews, you know. <laughs> what? Well, you know that's true. Yeah. Old Jews go to the Panther games and even young Jews. No, no, there are no Goyim there except for the players. WQAM, hello. What do you expect in sunrise? QAM, hello. Howdy, Neil. Uh... WQAM, hello. Yes, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Just returned from Rome, and I took you up on that little pizza spot across the way from the Stazione Termini. It was excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's est, est, est. Yes, exactly. They now, drive, did you go to the, right, did you go to the restaurant? Bastards. Did you go to the restaurant? Yeah, right. Did you go across the street downstairs, the uh, um, Americana, whatever the hell that place is called? No, I did not. Pateria Matriciana, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. No, we didn't go downstairs. Oh, man, but... that's, that's the best in the city. That's for my money. That's a great place. Yeah, and then we moseyed over to the Pantheon, and uh, we had a fine waiter uh, in the outdoor cafe right across the little piazza across from the Pantheon. Right. And uh, it was outstanding, and we made it all the way up to Firenze on the Eurostar train. Beauty. Yeah, we had a, a, a wonderful time. Best food and... in the world, now, am I right? And service, impeccable. They really know how to take care of the people, unlike South Florida and the Cretans that uh, are serving us here. Amen. And, and, oh, one other thing. While I was over there, I discovered uh, what, in fact, was in uh, Ricky's urinalysis. He left him a little floater, squirt, squirt, in the cup. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. And pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular wireless line. They hate you, Rick Sanchez, like poison. Don't come back to town anytime soon. They're going to lynch your ass. How do you like that? Well, there's Seymour Hirsch talking about invading Iran. Your offices will resign. The White House says it's pursuing a diplomatic solution. Right. That's what they said with Iraq, too. But a beep, but a boop, but a bump. They've got to take desperate measures, man. Desperate times and desperate pull results require desperate measures. Let's nuke them. 683 votes. I told you it would make 1,000 easy today. No sweat. Right. Not too heavy duty on the calls, but uh, the votes are pouring in. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I wanted to call and talk to you about the Masters a little bit. Yeah, well, don't to waste your time. 56705, see what I mean? Jackass. And anybody that watches golf, get, call up a shrink, okay? Get yourself mental help. There's only one thing more boring and worse and more embarrassing than that, and that's watching people play cards on TV. Oh, it's the poker championships. That. Seriously, I'm telling you right now, if you're watching people play cards on TV, it's time for Russian Roulette with six loaded chambers, with uh, Maryland Chambers. And you know what? You would play if you found out how many people really are watching that. What, what do you mean by that? I'm saying you would play Russian Roulette. I'm telling you, do you know that's one of like the highest rated, like watching those poker tournaments? You know, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, speaking of being on hallucinogens, who made out this log? Am I in the right hour? 
Miguel, you're at the bottom of the. Oh no, no, I see, I see. I just didn't cross out that break. It's like it's like it's like going to Groundhog Day. I'm beginning to lose it. That's because the water Nazi don't make no mistakes on the log. That's why she's leaving. Or it could be that everybody hates her like poison. That's why she's leaving. WQAM, hello. QAM. I think they really should have lengthened the run, not just the overall yardage. WQAM, hello. Wow, you're showing awesome. You guys look awesome. WQAM, hello. Hey, knock on you. Good morning. Yes, sir. Top of the day to you. Back to you. I saw, Happy your, I saw your best friend in the, in the metro section of the Herald, Mr. And Cohen. Who? Jeff Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, about his pizza, his Passover pizza. Yeah. They got a big page on it. Well, I'm happy for him. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Can I speak to Neil, please? Speaking. Neil, how are you? Uh, I All right. I just wanted to say uh, we're definitely going to invade Iran because I saw it on the CBN, the Christian Broadcast Network. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where they get all the uh, information from, is from Pat Robertson, so that, that cinches it. Well, it goes right from Pat Right Robertson. after we assassinate Hugo Chavez, we're going into Iran. Well, it seems that way because they've been right every time. They just uh, kind of spew all this bad nonsense. Well, that's because they got the bat line of the Lord, don't you understand? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember in Batman, he had the red phone. They got it. Okay. Now, seriously, they got the bat line. They pick it up in the Lord. Oh, God. He's on the other end of the phone. Give him all what for. By the way, did you see this guy who's got the Jesus papers? He doesn't have them, but he's seen it. He's seen him. On papyrus. I didn't get to see that. I did see the Darren Dalton thing that Hank mentioned. Wow. Oh. <laughs> like that. Well, that's Bruce what happens crazy. with too much hanky-panky with them strippers like that. It starts <laughs> affecting your brain. That, that must be it. Could there be any other excuse? Or maybe because he got into squatting like that. You know, when you're a catcher, like right. he was all those years. Right. And you're squatting and the umpire's got his hand on your ass, things like that. <laughs> no, seriously, it has a... I got into squatting. Yeah, that's why you're not going to be doing two to four. All these silly people out there. Oh, put suds on. No, they're not going to do that. That would make too much sense. Plus, you don't do a sports show, see? we got to stick with the purity of the sports format because Clarence and all the sports nerd buddies are calling the shots. Clarence, who was in there this morning, assuring me that my paycheck will show up in my box today on time on payday. That's what he said. Should be no problems. And, of course, if it doesn't show up today, it's going to be uh, Josh. Well, even Miguel's not going to be there. Josh, I'll buy his lonesome tomorrow. You have a great day today, uh, tomorrow. No, I'm good, thanks. No, it'll be you solo. Remember Napoleon solo? It's going to be Josh solo tomorrow if that check don't show up today. You can take that to the bank. Any of Beanerboard could do it. You could do it. That's right. Yeah, that's for play a lot of bits. In fact, don't even screen them ahead of time. Play some of the ones that we can't play anymore. So, well, how the hell am I supposed to know? All right. If I don't recognize anything, I'll just... uh, There you go. Joe Bell's got three votes already, all from inside the building. This is Neil Rogers. (laughs) This is 560 QAM. Yeah. M-O-N-D-A-Y. I need a little hook, hook, with a sprinkle of the hook, hook. Just get a little hook, hook, and then need a little hook, hook. 
slice potato pancake. A little hut, hut, and then eat a little hut, hut. I really like this dish a lot, it's delicious. My mother cooks them, they're vicious. Coming right off the stove, hot, this steam. Top them up with apple sauce, the sour cream. I'm eating, please believe it. Won't digest, I am straight eating. Chicken got luck at the top before the seasoning. But the tested Adam in the garden, no seasoning. They're all eating, everyone is leaving. I'm feeling, I need you to get up, up back to the store. Buy up some more potatoes. Cause I feel like busting loose, and I feel like touching juice. Ain't hit nobody, stop he roots. So baby, tell me what's the use. So hey, I'm eating like a kid. I got it on my It's a long holiday for that, but I was just thinking, why the hell do you have to wait till uh, Tanuka to eat the potato latkes? For several. There's no, um, there's no 11, there's no, there's none of that in there. You could eat latkes at Pesach, I believe. Can't you? You guys would know. You're the Jew. I beg your pardon? <laughs> What'd you say? 700 you heard votes. Me. Well, you know, this business with matzah and with uh, that Pesadiki candy and wine, you know. What, what, what law is there that says you can't have potato lockers and even maybe like a nice pizza at uh, Pesach? Who do you hate the most is our poll today, 701. You're right, we'll make a 1,000 easy. I don't hate anybody, 154. We don't believe you. Rick Sanchez, 144. I hate this poll, 94, see? Joyce, 78. Joyce, that bitch, that censorial, uh, dictatorial bitch who wouldn't know a radio if you shoved 800 of them up her ass. Dan LeBastard, 59. Mr. Ego, Steve Kane, 43. That's double his audience. George, 34. Hank, 28. Paul Castanova, 26. Joe Zagaki, 18. Neil, only 10. Greg Reed, 8. Got your beat, Greg. Joe Bell is up to 3. I think one of those came from a fat boy. And Joy Reynolds has got a pair. He's got a small pair. And I think they belong to Bill Marshall. Out of 7, uh, what is it? 703. Kicking ass on that pole, man, I told you. Zooming along. 5670560. Come on. Now, I guess part of the reason we're not getting the usual uh, tremendous number of calls is all of the uh, Rogers people are on the buses coming up here for tomorrow night's Panther game, right? That's what it is. It's got to be. They're going to be talking bus about loads. it at the game uh, yesterday. What? They're going to, you know, come up there to Canada. Who said that? People at the Panthers game. Saying what? They're coming up for the uh, game, Leafs game tonight? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I don't see them outside waving. Hey, how's it going, eh? Come Get out of here. Door soon. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure that Geldy will be calling a little bit later on. He probably already is here. In fact, you hear that? Listen. Hear it? There it is. There's the call. What did I tell you? Oh, my psychic powers again. I cannot believe it. It must be Geldy making a uh, going to buy me dinner at Ruth Chris at 5, and then he'll zip over to the hockey game tomorrow. And that's right. He doesn't buy anybody dinner, man. Oh, is he also cheap? He's got rumor. I guess everybody associated with the Panther organization. Must be cheap, cheap, cheap. We know Denise Potvin is real cheap. Froggy. That means there's a package downstairs that uh, call. I probably should put my clothes on and go down again and let you guys handle a few minutes. <laughs> Please put clothes on, though. Well, what, now, what are you laughing about? I got my underwear on. I got my T-shirt and my boxer shorts on. You don't think I'll fully clothe to do this show today? It's beautiful, man. The sun is shining. 
I think we're going to make like 58 today, something like that. It's really great this week. It's, uh, yeah, 58. It's already 48. What's wrong with that? Not a cloud in the sky. It's beauteous. I'm just going to run around in my boxer shorts all uh, all over the city today. You so you that. finish the show, and I'll see you later. Don't forget to the Marlins and the Padres home opening day tomorrow. Game time is uh, 4.05. Pre-game is 3.30. And before that, we got more foreplay, man, and then uh, Linda, Linda Lovelace. 2 to 3.30, it's talking hardball with a crow for a gate F opening day. Go by and say, hey, uh, crow, F you at gate F. And you can add a couple more letters onto that, too, if you like. You know, letters from, like, uh, famous radio stations like CKLW, like that. 5670560, oh, boy, I can't wait to hear the crow. I might have to stick around after the show tomorrow to hear the crow, you think? I got I your crowbonics right here, homeboy. How about... You and me, trouble me, the blob. Okay, uh-huh. go in the locker room and pump, pump, pump. Got the big old red blowers in there. Severe recesses. <laughs> <laughs> all the illiteracy, all the time. That's our speciality, man. On QM, people who don't belong in the building, much less on here. Well, he won't be in the building. He'll be out there at the uh, ballpark. Maybe, maybe they could sign him up again. I bet, I bet you he could play on that team. He was a pretty good player. You know what? Yeah. Just, just pretend he's in Montreal again. With a hawk, with Andre Dawson. In fact, we Andre Dawson signed up again. I bet he could still probably play pretty good. We'll have the Florida Legends team. Florida yeah, exactly. I like that idea. Suggest that to your buddy David Sampson Friday morning when he shows his ugly little uh, two-foot-tall ass in there. Maybe I'll Just do step that. on him. Just step on his ass. Squash him like a bug. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Ben, a happy Passover to you. Uh, I actually saw kosher for Passover latkes in the public. They've got sure, why not? Yeah, and then, but you know they also at the, the the little Israeli store that I used to do business with. Uh, oh, they've got hey. kosher for Passover pizzas, frozen. Right. Now I'm afraid, you know, when I'm when I lived in Israel, I went and got a kosher for Passover pizza. The guy put it in my hand and it went right through my fingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just totally ooze. But I got one quick question because a buddy of mine is in the van. He had never heard that uh, huh, huh thing. They did the uh, Lockie song. Yeah. Is that Eric Schwartz? No, it's Eric Smith. No, who, who the hell is Eric Schwartz? Eric Schwartz, SuburbanHomeboy.com. He does all those uh, Jewish songs and. Could, uh, could be. I have no stuff. idea who that is. It's just uh, just a guy. I'll, I'll just have to send it to to George. Just some guy with long pants and uh, and uh, schmuck on his head. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let me just tell you again, be very wary of anybody who looks like they're from the Stone Age, okay? Just be real nervous about it. Just check out the headgear and then run like crazy, screaming. WQAM, happy Easter. Good morning, Neil. It's WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Five six seven oh eight five sixty. Neil. Yeah. Uh, I just got back from the on vacation and uh, I. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> take a, take another one, okay? Got my permission. Take a long, take a permanent vacation would be good. Five six seven oh five sixty. And I noticed. Oh, that's right, because Josh ain't running the board today. Miguel's running it. Right. See, yeah. when he's on, what happens is he kind of like fades out real fast. <laughs> yeah, did you notice that's not happening? Uh, yeah, it's because you're out running the board. Tomorrow he will lower. Of course, he won't be on tomorrow. He won't be calling tomorrow. Not on Marlon's opening day. That would be sacrilegious. Oh. Not era of Pesach. That would be bad. WQAM, Nutline, hello. Hi, do you have any Isaac this Rocky dresses in your wardrobe? Yes, I have about four or five. Polka dots or solid? 
uh, polka dots, purple ones, and a couple of pink. Any minis? <laughs> oh, that must have been the wardrobe guy, yeah. Checking out my wardrobe, making sure I'm going to be dressed for the game tomorrow night. For the Panther game, make sure I get all, I'll put on a zoot suit, I'll put on a tuxedo. Yay. Bringing all those um, Panther fans tomorrow. God, it's just going to be packed with, we love the Panthers. Da, 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 da. So Stephen Weiss is really traveling with the team? Probably not. Did he tell you if he's coming up here or not? He did not. Well, I'd, I'd go over and say hi if he was going to be there. Otherwise, to hell with it. Well, he's from there, so I suppose. That, exactly. That's exactly right, eh? Stevie Weiss, I'm going to invite him out to uh, Ruth Chris while the game is going on. WQAM, hello. I'm a Walmart. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Best call of the day right there. That was pretty good. One of the better ones. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil. I want to... Huh? How you doing? This is Neil. Yeah, I went on that uh, Jungle Queen the other night, and everybody on the shore was dropping their pants, showing their ass. Uh huh. I think it's a gay cruise. Well, you think? Okay. He thinks. He's checking. Out. He's looking in the mirror. Okay, he's doing the old deep knee bends now, checking in the rear view mirror. And I do mean rear. Rectum. Just to make sure who's been naughty and nice. The Jungle Queen. Maybe he was at that gay rodeo this weekend. David, this last caller. What do you think? Hey! WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. What's the difference between a getchki and a chest? WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, what time is Kingfish on tomorrow afternoon? What game will he be at? Kingfish? What, what kind of a comment is that? Are you picking on a crow? Crowfish. Uh, picking, catfish. Picking picking catfish. Picking I said catfish. What do you say? WQAM, hello. QAM. Can you talk about those eight people getting murdered in Canada? You mean the bikers, the, the biker gang? Yeah, he wants to hear about the eight people, the biggest mass murder in Canadian history. They found eight bodies of bikers. It's a biker gang. Crazy people. You ought to know how that works. Just look in the mirror, Pally. Like that. That's eight less people to call this show, I guess. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon. Beware the bikers, baby, because they're all evil. You ever see any like sane bikers? I've never met any. Yeah, I think I've met one. Get out of here. Who? Maybe one. How are we doing on that poll, man? We're going to hit that 1,000, and then there's no stopping us after that. And you want to know why? It's why? a hate poll. 730. 700 and... About 30, man. Who do you hate the most? I don't hate anybody 156. Still don't believe you. 21%. Rick Sanchez, 151. He owns this poll. I hate this poll, 99. Oh, there's somebody. You know, the latest political survey. Yeah. Joyce, 81. Dan Labastard, 62. Mr. Ego, 43. George, 36. Castronova. Look at Paul Castronova. About 30, man. Hank, 29. Joe Zagaki, 19. Yours truly, 11. Greg Reed, 8. Joe Bell, 3. And Joey Reynolds, only 2. And that's because very few, very few people don't remember who the hell that is. Joey Reynolds. I bet you neither one of you go. Well, Joe, uh, Miguel would know because he's a radio groupie. I am. You know Joey Reynolds? Only from you guys. So, in other words, you never heard him? No. I am that hemorrhoid. There he is. Talking about squeaky voices. Couldn't run the board by himself. He couldn't even open his own mic switch. He had to have a guy named Bill Marshall at IOD. Uh, open the mic for him and, like, uh, play the carts and uh, whatever. Wow. Hold his head up so that he could uh, talk into that thing. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hola. Hello? Yes. Hi, I'd like to refill my Prozac, please. 
Somebody QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Somebody QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. It's, uh, I got, I gave you the wrong website, uh, about a, last week. For what? For the hybrid motorcycle. It's hybrid motorcycle? Yes, I guarantee you, you will laugh. Yeah, well, I, I guess what? I wasted my time the first time, and there was nothing about no uh, hybrid or your brit or anybody else's brit. I know, I'm, I left out the S and E, it's E-B-A-U-M-S world.com. Yeah. Flash. You go to Flash Animation. Uh, I, I don't have time for all this, okay? Like, we're going to take a half hour of the show, like, to, to, and it's not going to be there anyway. You pulled the same crap last week. Send George the link. Yeah, yeah, send it to George, okay? Email it to him. Get the email address from that bitch that called 48 times that one day last week. Get it from her. She knows what it is. She's probably still calling the front office. Trying, she's calling, uh, what's his name, Floater out there at the front desk trying to get that email. What's George's email address? She, and by the time she had called the front desk, she had already uh, sent George an email. God. Nagging, nagging, hateful, obnoxious women. Who, that's why all the guys die so much earlier. That's why there's all these old maids. Not old maids, but like widows. Because they, the, they kill off the men like 10, 20 years earlier. Na they nag them to death. That's part of their plan. Yeah. 11.13 at 5.60 WQM. In fact, all you guys out there that are, like, getting in the twilight of your life, just whatever you got, spend it. Just make sure you don't leave the old bitch a dime, okay? Spend every dime. Go to the uh, go to the track. Plunge your guts out. Have a good time with it. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows. You've got boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and more. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the one name you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top-of-the-line, attention-grabbing, steal customers from the competition trade show displays. Call right now, 954-772-7275, and Pubset will get you set for success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset has been the very best for 14 years. 954-772-7275. Write it on your wrist. For Pubset, 954-772-7275. From design to setup, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. Rest assured that Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate. You only get one chance to look great. Pubset is the way to do it. Call 954-772-7275 or go to PubsetSF.com. For top-notch design trade show graphics and displays, Pubset's the way to do it. Look for my picture on their building. You'll puke your guts out right along Dixie Highway, just north of Commercial. Call today, Pubset, 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. All the crap you can unwrap, all the slime, all the time. the grill, and we're talking hardball on 560 WQAM. Call me, homie. Right here at 567 H-O-O-5-6, uh, call me, homie. Let's be talking to Steve in Miami. Steve, you're with me, Warren Kamati. Well, Crow, what do the Marlins have to do to win the World Series this year? Oh, that's an easy one, Steve. They got to swing the bat, hit the ball, hit some strikes. Remember, the game of baseball is 50% hitting. Mm, that's almost half. 50% fielding, 50% pitching, and 25% managing. But, Crow, that's 175%. What? Don't you be questioning me. Would you be ignorant? Be what? Ignorant. Ignorant, I said. You be ignorant. Well, no, I'm not ignorant. Boy, I play professional baseball in a third world country against men half my size. 
Did you? Well, actually, I... Don't even do that! I played it. Don't even do that! Are you going to... Don't even do that! Don't even do that! Call me, homie. I'm the crow. Out at gate G. Elemental P. No, it's a gate F, as a matter of fact, but he's close. That's right. Wow. I think what we ought to do is just play that between 10 and 2 all day tomorrow. It's kind of like a big build-up for the Crows' uh, big talking hardball show. Well, if their connection goes down, uh, I'll tell them where to pull that one. There you go. Uh, David says on a fax here, I hate Geldy Geldstein. Please put him on a poll. Put Geldy on there, please. Can you handle that? Got it. Okay. Geldy's going on there. He'll do very well, I'm sure of that, because he sounds a little... Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless lines. And as long as these calls keep puking in, because we don't want to get Miguel all uh, upset. Please. Reading all these stories. He hates it. He just despises it. Yeah. And then, of course, he'll probably call up Stevie Weiss and say, hey, uh, guess what? Uh, don't go see him. <laughs> there are there are no Panther fans going to be like a call. Oh, I should probably check the message on that, uh, on the phone call. Probably was guilty waiting for me to buy him dinner. So, in other words, he's another cheap Is that what you're saying, another cheap Jew? Like Rimmer? Yeah, Greeper buys him lunch more than the other way around. Oh, a Greeper. Come on, come on, come on. They're joined at the hip is what I'm hearing. That's why Geldy's on most of the time, even though the audience hates him like poison. As proved by our Friday poll, he did very... Even Reverend Jones beat him out. What does that tell you? WQAM, hello. Geldy's nickname of Java Boys is Thinner. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Yes, sir. Hey, the new pet peeve that I have to replace people on cell phones while they're driving is that parents are buying their kids these little skates that are built into sneakers. Right, right, and they're getting uh, they're getting killed on them, yeah. Oh, my God. This week I've had three encounters, and one at Kmart, one at Home Depot, and one at Walmart, and I've almost been sideswiped by these little kids who whose parents don't have enough common sense. Well, what do they call those things? I've seen them, but what do they call those? I wish they would call them illegal because the fact that the parents don't control the damn kids in the stores and they almost run you over. Yeah, when they just got their sneakers on in the first place, it's bad enough. But now that they got these roller things out there, they're knocking people over, knocking displays down. It's a beautiful thing. You know, parents should know that when you raise kids, you got to raise them for all Two words for you, baby. Forced sterilization, okay? That's the only hope for the human race. Forced sterilization. Just keep saying that over and over again. I've been telling you that for a long time. I believe they're called Heelys. Healy's? Healy's. Like you lean back oh, on Healy's. Heel that, that's exactly right. Like Glenn Healy. There you go. Like uh, Mary Healy and uh, whatever his name was. That's it. 752 votes. Healy's. They had a thing on that the other night in the news here about how uh, dangerous those are and kids doing all sorts of aberrant things and getting uh, killed out there and stuff like that. Little things. 752 votes. We'll be over 800 by the uh, noon hour. So we'll do that 1,000 easy today in spite of what Josh was predicting before the show. He said, you haven't got a Chinaman's chance in hell. Geldy Geldstein don't have any votes yet, by the way. I went ahead and put him on there, David. You haven't even voted for him yet. He's on there. He's still got the big nothing for Geldy. They love him. They don't like his voice. They don't want him on the air. But personally, he ain't so bad. Although Mo hated him like poison after they turned on each other. Now that you know that was that was probably the most fascinating part of a very aggravating four years was watching the way that every relationship there, and I use that term loosely, uh, kind of dissolved. You know, every time he thought he had somebody who would. Like, or, or cling on to him. It would just, like, fall apart. <laughs> yeah, they could only handle so much. Even guilty. Somebody QAM, hello. Neil? Yes? Uh, I, when is George coming back? Uh, George will be back next week. You want his home number? Please, honey. Okay, hold on. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. He sounded just a little. Hey. WQAM, hello. QAM. Who got this gig? Oh, come on! Don't be picking on poor Stu Gotts. Stu Gotts is gay just because he and Clarence had a little thing going on there for a while. Is Clarence still booking guests on his show? Yes, I think so. So why don't we? We don't see too much of Clarence. Sure hope that check shows up today, Clarence, because like I told you before, for every day the check is late, I take another extra week off. WQAM, hello. The way the gun sucked. WQAM, hello. Hi, Valley. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, I hate George W. Okay, great. A lot. Yeah, good. And my name is Ken Davis Packard, and I'm studying conflict management at SAIS. I have a more general question about the United States' work to democratize the rest of the world. Um, many have viewed the United States' effort to democratize... Oh, God. i got to listen to uh, her whole question to get through, like, five words from uh, Dumbo there. No, thanks. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. Joey worked at QAM for a while. Oh, God. Oh. It was wine, Mike. Listen, don't go away mad, Mike. Mike Wance. Just die. That's all. Just die, die, anu. That's what they say every pace off. Die, die, anu. I have no idea what that means, but in your case, just go away. Lay out in traffic. WQAM, hello. Dick Feinberg is a little man. Little... <laughs> yeah, who hates you like poison, just like I do. WQAM, hello. Oh, listen, we can come in Tuesdays and Thursdays. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Reverend Jones is going to be a fill-in for Hank next time he goes off doing a... Uh, in fact, you know something? Probably be an improvement over David Sampson. In case you missed it, and it's for real, this Friday morning, State of the Marlins with David Sampson from 7 to 10, substituting for the Humper, who's off to do another... <laughs> Another one of those horse race deals. <laughs> that was funny. without Delilah. David Sampson, he's going to chew you people out, especially if you don't show up Wednesday and Thursday at the Marlin games. He's going to chew you out. He's going to be really pissed off. He's going to double the price of weenies at the ballpark. Remember that? I'm trying to remember. I guess that was that under the John Henry regime or under the Wayne regime when they ran out of uh, wieners and uh, programs on opening day. Remember that? Yes. Henry. Well, what, who was that under? Was that under the Wayne regime or John Henry? I'm not sure. I think it was John Henry, but uh, they don't have any control over that. Tomorrow. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. Well, whether they have control or not, the people still hold them responsible, and they get pissed off and fired up. Another reason not to go. Plus, the food at the stadium sucks anyway. It is bad. And I heard that they took Carvel out. Didn't you tell me that? Well, yeah, somebody told me that for the Dolphin games. They took the Carvel and they put some other ice cream in there. I figured what the hell it was. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised. That... I know they took it out of the press box. I don't know if... Uh... No, they took it out of the uh, stadium altogether. They put some other crap in there. And Carvel, well, not that Carvel is good, but compared to the other swill that they're serving up there, it was sensational. No, it's what probably it, cheaper than there? Carvel. Huh? I said it's probably cheaper than Carvel, whatever they're, whatever they're peddling now. Sucks. God, nothing like getting a hot fudge Sunday with extra cherries on it before the uh, Dolphin games. <laughs> And then Fat Rich would bring those big subs from that place down in Kendall, those big, big, fat-filled sandwiches from Johnny G's, I think it was, in Kendall. And then the game would suck. Food would be great, but the game would suck every single week. Same old desperate. Oh, and Danny Boy, you know, getting all red in the face and exasperated. Oh, geez, what's wrong with you guys? It was just not a very entertaining or enjoyable situation. I don't know about you guys. Although the last couple of seasons, up until those last games, the six games this past season, uh, they probably were pretty enjoyable too, weren't they? 
Yeah. But now that they got Dante's Culpeppers, I'm sure that they're talking, we're talking Super Bowl because, yeah. In well, the yeah, they have to win. Another organization living in the past. Sports organizations living in the distant past, man. Miami Dolphins, Toronto Make-Believes, all these uh, teams living way in the distant past. Couldn't win a uh, fixed game when it really counts. Or we want better health care and better education. We want. Well, you ain't going to give it to us, that's for damn sure. 26 past 11 because all the money is going down the drain in Iraq and then, of course, in Iran as fast as I can. That's where it's going next. You just watch. I told you. They're so desperate now because they know they're going to get their asses kicked and they're going to get, like, tossed out of power. So uh, before the November elections, it's going to be another big one. A Baba Grande, this time nukes. They're going to nuke them, man. They're going to show you just how Butch Butch really is, even butcher than Joyce. Hey, if you think you have termites in your home, speaking of uh, pests, call Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say Joyce is a bitch. If you have termites, this is the best possible way to get rid of them and uh, say goodbye for a long time. You don't have to tent your home either. None of that circus uh, routine in your neighborhood. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out or staying in hotels. No worry about food or pets in your health. Because at Ridit, here's how it works. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil, and you don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for just a few days. It's true. If you have a termite problem, call Ridit Pest Control right now and find out about this amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and their eggs 100% on contact. No tending, no BS, no kidding. For a free no-obligation inspection, call them right now toll-free, 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. When you call Reddit, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. They'll get a big bang out of that. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. Rogers. Todd. This tax season, don't just be a survivor, be a winner with H&R Hatch. Mr. Hatch, my income was 37000 and I didn't withhold anything. Um, how much do I need to pay? That's easy. You owe exactly zero dollars and zero cents. Great. Uh, could you put some pants on? Why trust your taxes to a seasoned professional when a flamboyant former reality show star can do it for you at H&R Hatch? Mr. Hatch, I made a million dollars last year by lying, cheating, and stabbing people in the back. Oh, you won Survivor too? Uh, no, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> Could you put some pants on? H&R Hatch is even endorsed by other reality show icons. Richard, this is a tough one. Last quarter, I made $8 billion. What do I owe Uncle Sam? Let's see, Mr. Trump. The total is $0.00. Richard, you're not fired. Now put on some pants. This tax season, form an alliance with H&R Hatch. It's 11.33, We got uh, Bo coming up into this afternoon. In spite of popular demand, he did not do well in our poll on Friday at all. Did very. They said personality transplant needed. Got some good news from Italy. Okay. Exit polls indicate today that a coalition led by center-left economist Romano Prodi, who wants to tone down Rome's strong relationship with Washington, was said to beat flamboyant uh, crook billionaire Premier Silvio Berlusconi in parliamentary elections, to which we say, All right. Oh, man. One of the biggest crooks in the world, next to Bush and the Saudis, Silvio Berlusconi. He don't want satire on, uh, Roman TV, on Italian TV, so he outlawed it because he owns most of the TV stations in Italy. No satire because they're picking on him. He's a fascist, fascista. I bet you Miguel would like him because he reminds him of Batista, fascista. Sure. 
Two Nexus polls indicate that Prodi's coalition received between 50 and 54 percent of the vote in both the upper and lower chambers of the parliament, while Berlusconi's fascist coalition received between 45 and 49 percent. He ain't no Benito Mussolini, I'll tell you that. Those surveys would give Prodi's coalition between 159 and 170 seats in the Senate, compared with 139 and 150 for Berlusconi's center-right alliance. Paolo Guzanti, senator with Berlusconi's Forza Italia party, appeared resigned to defeat. It is clear the numbers can change a little bit, but it's clear the center-left has won, and we'd be losing. Good. And a telephone survey of 10,000 Italian voters broadcast on Sky TV indicated a similar picture as the Nexus polls. The Piapoli Institute assigned 52% of the vote to Prodi's coalition and 40% to Berlusconi. Full of baloney and a major crook, gangster. Probably has buddies in Sicilia. Well, Kilia. He's Italian. Well, now, what is that? What kind of a statement is that? Gangsters, man. The that, Godfather. That is Come on. bad. I can't believe you said that. That's true wow. now. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. What are the Italian Defamation League is going to be calling in and nailing your ass to the wall? The thing you blow their brains all over your nice side of league suit. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. Yeah, too much comedy with a young Russian girl. I think that's what's doing it. And by the way... Leave the gun. Take the cannolis. Italian gangsters, my ass. 5670560. Oh, Keep those phones smoking, baby, because Miguel don't want no, but I got the great story about that prison official punished over screening a broke back mounting, which I'm sure was probably an instructional uh, flick in the uh, prison. Huh? Rectum? Yeah. Got a whole, a whole pile of really good stuff here, but they, they, and Florida's first gay rodeo, speaking of that, speaking of, uh, Rectum. oh yeah, big success. Broke and 200, 200 gay families are going to be attending the annual White House Easter Egg Rule next Monday. This is the big week, baby. That's why we're not getting We only have the retards all week. The desperados. Because everybody else, they got bigger fish to fry, man. You got Easter. Easter Good Friday is Friday. Easter Sunday is Sunday. Easter Monday is Monday, which I don't think in America they... How come there's no Easter Monday? It's like there's no Boxing Day in America. But the rest of the world does Easter Sunday and Easter Monday, which I have no idea the significance and don't care. And then we also got Pesach this week. Because the Goyim and the Jews, they got like, everybody's got to be pacified like Christmas and Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, well, we got, uh, we don't have no Christmas tree, but we got a Hanukkah bush, you know. And we got the menorah cane horror, you know, that crap. Everybody's got to have their garbage. Including Cindy, my neighbor across the street. Hey, Cindy, cut the crap, okay? We're not interested in Jesus. John will give you Ma's phone number in Ithaca, okay? You can have some long conversations on the phone. Get out of our lives. Go away, little girl. WQAM, hello. What the feel like doing? WQAM, hello. QAM, hola, 0 for 2. Let's see if we can make it 3. QAM. Hey, this is just 15 hurricanes, and this guy wants to know if Pompano Park's a good place to go to. Well, I'll be there. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, can I spike with Neil? Can you spike Neil? Yeah, speak with Neil. Spike his drink. Go ahead. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Morning. You know, this country's in big trouble when illegal immigration is even debatable. See, see, look at this. Immigration rally set for all these cities they're showing right now as you speak on CNN. We're not talking about immigration. We're talking about illegal uh, aliens is what we're talking. People cr- just pouring across the border. Illegal. 
how is it even debatable? I don't understand. It's not. It shouldn't be. But again, you're dealing with the, the media, you know, taking one thing and turning it into something else. Then, oh, well, you know, this country was founded on immigration, not illegal aliens. Okay, immigration. Not even debatable. Right. Hey, Amen. listen. I, I read where China is going to the moon, so now we have to go to the moon too. Well, maybe we can send all the illegal aliens there. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Uh, okay. Marlins get lost in F. Joyce. <laughs> Good call. See, it goes to show you guys, there's a little instructional hour and 38 minutes for you. Sometimes you have to go through like 7,000 calls and you get one that's like a gem. He had all the bases uh, covered. Yeah, he did. He touched it. I bet you Joyce touched it. Oh, God, what a thought. 795 votes on there will be way over 800 by the top of this hour. That's usually what I'm looking at. If we can get to like 800, 850 by noon, we usually got that 1,000. We got it licked. You know what I'm saying? To the you bag. What do you hate the most? I don't hate anybody. 175, almost 22% of these people lying through their teeth. It's just they can't find the right name on here. See, I, this is not an open pull. I'm guilty we had it because he's a radio nerd, kind of. 800 even. Look at that. I'm pretty impressed. I don't hate anybody. 175. Rick Sanchez, we hate like poison. Wishes that somebody would poison his tamales. 169. I hate this pull. 106. By the way, speaking of tamales, is it... What in the Mexican restaurant is that taco soup? Mexican soup? No, a taco salad. They have no, 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 no. I'm talking about the soup. Taco soup? I've never. You never had that. like Mexican soup where they put a dollop of sour cream on it? Man, is that good stuff? And the reason it's good is because they don't put any beans in it. Oh God, do I hate beans? God, not only will beans make you fart like a champion, but beans also just—they're mushy, man. Who likes mushy food? Not me. That's why I don't understand. I, I feel like out of place. I go to Taco Bell. I have a burrito supreme with no beans. Please, no beans. Please. Smart. And very smart. Yeah. No beans. It's moosh. That's how all the Mexicans got to be so chubby. Joyce, all of the ones that they're showing now, all these brown people, man, like I said on Friday, they're all like emaciated. And I think probably they've been on a hunger strike to make everybody get to feel sympathetic. Yeah. Joyce, 86. The 86 her is what I say. Oh, look at this. Where's the honor of Duke? They're getting all bent yeah. out of shape with Duke. Did you see that? The, I got the story on that the bitch. I mean, that uh, stripper, whatever she was, that exotic dancer. And come to find out she was here, substantially impaired by the time she got there to that uh, party where she claimed she was raped to Duke. Not that I want to stick up for Duke because uh, the humper went there. But how about the lacrosse team, huh? I think most of the, I don't think any of them would uh, rape her. They're mostly, yeah, lacrosse. What kind of a pansy sport is that? And do you ever watch any of that? No, way too boring. Lacrosse? It, it's just stupid. They take the little ball, and here's the guy who's, uh, you know, goal, the goalie in front of this little uh, net. And they just jam it in there. You know, they come up with like a foot of the thing, and bam, they just slam it in there. Well, well what's that? They got it with a little mask and everything. Yeah, like a hockey goalie, only he's in front of this little net, and they're just, they, they can just walk up and they slam it in there out of their uh, their little whatever they call those things. Well, not that I like the sport or anything, but it's kind of the same as hockey without skates, no? Get out of here. Kind of the same as hockey? It's not the same as hockey. You're off your rocker, man. How much skill does it take to run up and down with them little pants on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop and think about it. But so, I'm telling you, there's no way that those lacrosse players raped that uh, broad a dude. <laughs> Rick Sanchez, 170. I hit this poll, 106. Joyce, 87. Dan LaBastard is doing extremely well in our poll, 66. He only does well over there on his polls, the one that he has Greg Kotex uh, set up. And by the way, they still still had never fessed up to the fact that they, they tried to mess up that poll, and then we messed back and just kicked their ass. Too bad we didn't do the same in the trend, except in midday. Boy, that trend was ugly. 
Steve, Mr. Ego Kane, 46. George, 39. Hank, 33. Paul, speaking of ugly, Paul Castronova, 32. Joe Zagaki, 20. Neil, 13. Greg Reed, 8. Joey Reynolds, 4. Geldy's got 3. And Joe Bell has got 3. Poor Joe Bell. He's only been a, He's just getting his feet wet, you know? He's just getting his feet wet. Oh, and listen, if uh, which I doubt very much. What's sales got? Chris Jones, right? You know that one sheet that was very good, but we're not expecting like one a year. You know that feedback sheet from the uh, uh, sales department that was really nice start. Only uh, don't tell me nothing. It was a very good start, but get with it. Oh, he's he's busy interviewing those heavyweights. He's got probably some inside information that we shouldn't release. Is that our sales department man? Most everybody's going to get their ass canned this week. Except for Doug, Neil Rogers. Bye, Troy. And Fat Boy. Bye, Todd. And the guy that you have talking on your sports department, I heard him the other day talking about the illegals that they're getting now to play uh, the game. And, you know, it's it's very clear that he's talking about the Cuban illegals, okay? And uh, I want to tell you that's, that's very shitty for someone to talk that way about illegals because, you know, him himself... Was not is not is not a native here. He's not an American Indian. Everybody here has been an illegal sometime or the other. Okay, and I don't like anybody talking like that about Cuban people. Okay, because you know he talks about like that about Cuban people. How about his nationality? He's a piece of shit. Okay, there's nothing but rob to fear though. The poor people. That's how. That's how you know. The, that's the American fucking way. So don't talk about Cuban people that way. Bunch of out. Bunch of what? I don't know. Who's the Scientologist that turned out to be a hypocrite? You damn right. Who is the dude that gets mad when they put down some food? Can you dig it? Who's the cat that's making fun of every other religion? Right on. <laughs> They say Shep is one brainwashed mother. Shut your mouth. I'm talking about Shep. Then we can dig it. He's a toothpaste blow hard, but no one understands him but Alan Hubbard. John Shep. Eleven forty-eight at five sixty WQM, your squeaky voice station. That it kind of fits in with our signal, you know. Like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. That, that's pretty much like when you're driving on 441 under those uh, electric, those FPL lines. That's what we sound like. Yeah, the closer you get to here. Exactly. Like we're about a block away, it's like. <laughs> and then once in a while, one of those. See, you have to have a squeaky voice to penetrate the uh, signal problem. That's what it is. They're figuring so it out. So that must be. There must be a method in their maidenness. 820 votes, told you, and it's not even noon yet. Not even noon yet. Here's the definition of a bitch, okay, of a really dumb, idiotic bitch. Here, this story. A lawyer said he plans a lawsuit over the death of a woman whose young son called 911 to report she had collapsed, only to be told he shouldn't be playing on the phone. Jeffrey Figer, best known for defending arrested assisted suicide advocate Jack Kevorkian, appeared yesterday on the NBC Today show with the boy Robert Turner, who turned six last month. Figer said Cheryl Turner, who had an enlarged heart, would have survived on February 20th if help had been sent right away. On the show, the boy recounted his talk with the 911 operator. She said she thought I was playing on the phone, Robert said. By the time authorities arrived, Cheryl Turner, 46, was... 
Dead. Dead. This indicates an endemic problem, Fogger said. There's a discounting of children. Robert did exactly what he was taught to do. Bright little kid, not even six years old yet. He called, said, Mama's in big trouble. Come and get it. Oh, you quit playing on the phone. Detroit, no less. Detroit police are investigating the 911 response. A spokesman didn't immediately return a call yesterday. I can't imagine why. After Turner collapsed, Robert placed two calls to 911. In the first call, about 6 p.m., Robert told an operator his mother had passed out, but an operator asked to speak with an adult. When he called back about three hours later, an operator told him, you shouldn't be playing on the phone. Police finally arrived after the second call. In a statement Friday, Police Chief Ella Bully Cummings. Ella Bully Cummings, what kind of a name is that? Is that like Wooly Bully Cummings? Yeah. Said it was important not to rush to judgment, indicated she would have had no further comment because of imminent or impending litigation. In other words, there's got to be a big, fat lawsuit. That's right. And some big, fat moron going to get her ass sued big time, and rightfully so. Fogger said he plans to file a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Detroit today, and they're going to, like, uh, have to pay millions to that little kid or whoever whoever's left around. For shuffle. <laughs> oh, no. That is unbelievable. Speaking of that, a Massachusetts correctional officer is being disciplined for showing that gay cowboy movie bare-ass mounting to inmates at the state's largest prison because his boss determined that the film includes content inappropriate for a prison setting. I think it's perfect for a prison setting. Especially that first sex scene is more like a rape scene than anything else. There's no love or emotion or tenderness in that. It's strictly a rape scene is what it is. Of course, you ain't seen it. And I ain't gonna. Don't. And I'm not going to see the last hour of it either. I wouldn't watch that if you paid me by the millisecond. If you gave me $1,000 an hour to watch that, I wouldn't do it. I'll do it for that. Maybe a minute. Maybe 1000 a minute. Massachusetts Department of Corrections, by the way, made a big, I forgot to tell the humper, made a big comeback at Woodbine on Saturday. Only lost 200 bucks and felt like I won a million. I'm, I'm telling you, that, that, that's even, almost even better than winning. It's like making a huge comeback, and you get real close to almost breaking even, and you feel it's the psychological part of the whole thing. It's so frustrating. Yeah, that's when you know you got a problem. I don't, I don't have any problem. Well, what the hell does that mean? I have a problem? It's almost like when... I'll I tell you what. you got a problem. You know what it is? What's that? It's called LOF. You know what that stands for? No. Lack of funds. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I don't have any problem. If I never went there again, it would be fine with me. I, I'm not, I have no problem. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a hobby. It's a little bit of fun. I don't go there every day compulsively. Oh, I just break out into a sweat. i got to have a machine, man. I got No. Well, what, what does that mean? That's when you don't have a problem. When almost breaking even is even the humper has said that. We know he sure doesn't have no gambling problem. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. That's <laughs> funny. You're, you're, you're comparing me to that? No, I am not. To gambling is my life? Mm -mm. God almighty. Get a search party. I have no life. Massachusetts Department of Corrections spokeswoman Diane Whiffen said Saturday the action wasn't related to the critically acclaimed film's plot involving a gay love affair. It wasn't the subject matter. It was the graphic nature of sexually explicit scenes, Whiffen said. Yeah, I might put something in their mind, you know. I might give them some ideas. Because we know that in prison, certainly, there's nothing like that going on. Rectum. She said the officer whom she declined to identify failed to follow prison guidelines that require staff who schedule films to review them in advance for excessive violence, nudity, or sex as well as scenes involving assaults on correctional staff. And what about that Shawshank? Is that about like a prison riot or something? It's a prison movie, no, isn't it's it? Yeah. Well, what's it about? It's about, uh, in a nutshell, a guy goes into prison and uh, breaks out. Oh. It's a good movie. In, in, in hives? Very good movie. Probably allergies. 
I, I disagree, with, I got, I I disagree with George's review. I think it's a really good movie. Now, what did he say? He said it sucked and I better he watch it. He said it was good, but doesn't see the big deal. Oh. Nothing to it. But you thought it was a big deal? I, I thought it was a really good movie. Hmm. Yeah, but you fell asleep in Network, so I'm going to trust your judgment. <laughs> and, of course, Miguel, he didn't watch Network because there's nothing about Cuba. In I saw Network. You did? Yep. And you didn't fall asleep during the middle of it? Uh, any of it? Close. Crime is not you almost fell asleep during network? Yeah, a couple times. It was close. The officer showed the film last Thursday afternoon, two days after its American release on DVD, to, a, to inmates at a prison in Norfolk, Massachusetts, about 25 miles southwest of Boston. Based on, well, we know what it is, okay? Ang Lee, but a beep, but a boop, Pinky Lee, all this other crap. We know what it is. It's crap, is what it is. Oh, and, and they're making, speaking of pizzas. Uh, they're making quite a deal of the story on CNN all morning long. They've been showing this over and over and over again, although it is kind of uh, different. Last, first of all, what kind of people live in Alaska? What kind of an idiot have you got to be like that? An Eskimo? Yeah. No, no, I mean, I'm not talking about the Eskimos. I'm talking about the other people who live there. That go, oh, I'm going to Alaska to get away. Yeah, yeah. Why not go to, like, uh, I don't know, to Iowa, some little town, and get away? Tornadoes. Well, that's true. Yeah, no, that's right. If it's a weather factor, you got the good weather in Alaska. Last Christmas, residents of the Yupik Eskimo village of Savunga, Alaska, added a special dish to their everyday fare of whale, walrus, reindeer, and berries, fresh pizza flown in from Nome, 170 miles away. A tiny delivery joint, Airport Pizza, opened several months earlier, just steps from Nome's busy runways, and many of Savunga's 700 residents were eager to try something different. Maybe they could get, like, whale and uh, blub, whale blubber on their pizza. Nome's first and only pizza delivery service is a robust business in the western Alaska town of 3,500, but it really stands out for its free deliveries via a commuter plane to more than a dozen other remote spread-out subarctic villages. The village council in Savunga on St. Lawrence Island and the icy Bering Sea wanted a special holiday treat for young families in the village. It ordered 50 pizzas... Half topped with chicken and ranch dressing, and the other half with Canadian bacon and pineapple. Oh, Canadian bacon, eh? Frontier Flying Service, an interstate airline, volunteered last year to fly the pizzas in no charge to every village on its regular flight schedule out of Nome, a Bering Sea town settled in 1899 during a gold rush. Craig Kenmoth, general manager of Frontier, said its free delivery service helps the carrier market itself in a way that benefits customers in lar largely Yupik and Inupiat Eskimo villages. Our success is directly tied to the success of the communities we serve. He said it's a fun thing to do. The savings could be enormous for Nome's largely impoverished satellite communities, which pay some of the highest fuel prices in America. They fly the pizzas for nothing, which is huge for the people out in the villages, said Matt Tomter, who quit his frontier flying job to run the thriving pizza joint. Tomter said an order for six reindeer sausage pizzas once came in from the Arctic town of Barrow, the northernmost community in the U.S., 500 miles to the northeast. God, town of Barrow. Oh! High shipping costs in Nome push airport pizzas prices above those charged by pizzerias in less remote spots. They range from 16 bucks for a small cheese pizza to 32 bucks for a large specialty pie, such as the Chicken Rock Rockefeller or Hero Gyro. I, never, I forgot how we decided you say that. Gyro? Gyro, gyro. yeah. There well, there you go. Go to Alaska and get your pizza uh, flown in. There's oh, something. There's one good reason to go. Yeah, exactly. 1157 at 560 WQAM. I've been telling you for years and years about dial a mattress and their outstanding service. That's why I've used them for a long time. It's because it's the only smart way to get a new mattress. Why the hell schlep around and waste gas and time and money? If you thought dialing 1-800-MATTRESS on the phone was easy, you've got to check out their website, mattress.com. 
You shop whenever and wherever you want. You log on to Dial Mattress's mattress.com page. You'll see the extensive product line from Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. You'll also see photos, prices, and a whole lot more. You can do all the ordering process online, or after you visit mattress.com, just call 1-800-MATTRESS and place your order. You can schedule delivery between a two-hour window of your choice. And right now, take advantage of a Dollar Mattress great 12-month financing program. When you call Dollar Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS, you get factory direct prices lower than the chain stores, even during their so-called big sales. So call right now to Dollar Mattress at 1-800-MATTRESS. It's the official mattress company of this show. How do you like that? Call 1-800-MATTRESS right now and talk with an expert betting consultant or log on to mattress.com to assure you the best sleep you've ever had in your life. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for Stephen Weiss. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. We've obtained photographs that officials call definite proof of WMDs. What that means for your weekend, I tell you. I think that would be extraordinarily dangerous. Saddam Hussein was a threat. And it's hard work. And it's hard work. It's hard work. It's hard work. It is hard work. It is hard work. It's hard work. Everybody knows it's hard work. Shoot something. Now they got the ball. My dad lets me shoot at cats. Boy, I love shooting a nail gun. I love shooting a nail gun, too. 1203 at 560 WQAM. Boy, who the hell cares about the uh, French, all the unemployed uh, punks there? Most of them are like uh, illegal aliens anyway from Algeria and Morocco. That, that's where the real problem is in this world. Algeria and Morocco. That's where all these illegals come. And, of course, Mexico, right? Guatemala, right. Nicaragua, Panama, Venezuela, Colombia, Chicago. 5670560, let's take a Florida call if we ever get any of this hour. See, if you don't, if you don't keep going, I mean, it's, it's like, a, like a little kid or a pet. You if you don't it. keep paying attention to them, then they, they sulk and go off in the corner. That's how the callers are. I realize it's, uh, this, this is the week, man. This next 10 days, this is impossible. That couldn't be why I scheduled next week for vacation, could it? Oh, I see. I think about a week late. Anyway, Miguel and uh, Josh are going to take you up till 2 o'clock when we got Bo. <laughs> what? Well, no, you get a lot of calls, you guys. Probably uh, Miguel's calls will be no, no spigot glaze. Come on, let's get some calls. Some Julio's calling in for Miguel. 5670560, oh, talking about Cuba. Cuba. That's all he knows from, man. Cuba. He's never been there in his life. Nope. And never been there. See, if you were smart, you could, you, well, why not? What, well, what does that mean? 
It'll It'll be like Jews who talk about Israel so much. I don't want to go there. Well, then what the hell are you so obsessed for, for Christ's sake? Get with the program, man. Get get on a plane, come to Canada, and then you can hop on a plane any time of the day and go to Havana. I'll just stay in Canada. Flights going back and forth, back and forth. Well, how come you're not coming up here now? I don't understand. I feel unwanted and unloved. We've got the big Panther game tomorrow night. Panthers and Leafs at the Air Scare Canada Center. Yeah, Nothing. Toronto. Huh? I've been in Toronto. I was there as a kid. Yeah. I was 10. I don't know anything from it, but there's videotapes of me in Toronto. Well, guess what? Well, congratulations. Get alive. Exactly. exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. Big Simmons. WQAM, Panther Line. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I know it's a closed poll, but Jim DeFeedy's not on there? Oh, Jim DeFeedy should be good. He's a local media uh, tub. Yeah. Hey, um, have you ever done a poll on the favorite Canadian? That might be interesting. Favorite Canadian? Yeah. As a matter of fact, we have entertainers, yes. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes, we have. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. See you around, eh? Yeah, we did that with, like, uh, you know, Steve Martin and uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Anne-Marie and uh, what's her name? Whatever her name is. You know something? I haven't seen her in so long. The one that uh, Miguel, that uh, Josh hates like poison. Who? The little singer. What the hell's her name? Oh, Avril. Avril. Avril Lavigne. Yeah. You hate her. I do her. I just, you know. You would do her, but <laughs> you hate her. How her, do you like that? Her music is really annoying. Oh, come on. She's a mousy looking thing. You would do her? Yeah. She's, you know, she's cute. She's she not cute. Oh, God. I've got a picture of her right here. In the if, if you like Minnie Mouse, uh, look, I have, well, okay. See, there are pictures that can make anybody look cute, even me. But, um, well, There's that's a picture a of you here, too. You can trust me. Listen to me. She's not so cute as you think. Trust me. It's like Pat, Brad. It's the same with Brad Pitt, crater face. Oh, you know, Brad still looks pretty good. If you, if the one day I saw that shot of him without any makeup on, man, he's got craters. He makes Wayne look like an old smoothie. Wow. <laughs> crater puss. Come to QAM. Hello. Hey, want to talk yes, to you? Yes, sir. Neil, I don't know if you caught it last night, one of the greatest defensemen of all time had his jersey retired in St. Louis, Al McKinnis, classic yeah, who, guy, who cares? great player. Who cares? I care. And Edmonton lost to the Blues right there. The Blues have lost 13 games in a row, and the Oilers, who are a choke team if I ever saw one, lost 2-1 to one to St. Louis. How do you like that? That sucks. Man, oh, man, Craig McTavish, my ass. Edmonton Oilers, they ain't going to be no spoilers. That's because they got got any money, you know. And he's whining after the game. I saw it. You think that this audience wouldn't know Al McKinnis from Al Rosen, from Al Schwartz, okay? This guy's giving me a hockey call, Mr. Hockey Maven. Get out of here with this crap. WQ, he ain't no uh, Wade Belak. QAM, hello. Now, Josh, you're going to psychoanalyze. WQAM, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Good. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I I was just shedding a tear for Al McKinnis. Anyway, um, this media uh, poll that you're doing. I'm shedding, about... a te- I'm shedding a tear for me over that guy calling. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I don't want to bring up a sore subject, but uh, and my apologies. I work the midnight shift. Um, I still want to get a copy of your uh, CD and T-shirt. Uh, are they not doing remotes for that anymore? No, or... they're, they're done with the remotes. Did you ask Miguel how come they're all done, why he, he isn't so. interested. Why is he down at the tor- Torture Friendship uh, running a, some, some or other kind of uh, vending thing or what? Well, what, what does that mean? What, what are you talking well, about? Well, you say he's obsessed with Cuba, but he's never been there, so I thought maybe that was like his way to get close to home. I don't know. 
Yeah, he, he's going to do. He's going down to the Keys because it's <laughs> as close to Cuba as he can get. And he's going to he's going to set the van up down there with his he's telescope. Gonna, he's going to have a marathon in the Keys. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the question? Just go online and get it. and We thank you in advance. I certainly will, sir. And thank you very much. And please get out of the business, please. I beg you. See, ya. see, you know, he's laughing. You don't listen to me. These guys can tell you. These two guys can tell you. Josh Krasinski keeps getting lied to and lied to. They're going to give him a deal. They're going to do this. Power ninety six. Maddie Bell. Joe Bell. Southern Bell. And uh, but it be but it's all double talk. Just keep stringing them along, making like fifty cent an hour. See, that's the problem, man. LOF. You've got a lack of funds. Lack of funds. That's the problem. I got a lack of funds because they didn't win the 22 million in the lotto on Saturday. But you know something? I'm sure glad that isn't the week I hit it. Well, the jackpot now is like 50 something. Well, I'm rolls. talking about here our 649 lotto that they give you a check for cash, no taxes. That's awesome. It was 22 million Saturday, and I uh, played. Let's see, I forget how much I spent. I only got 70 bucks out of it. I had one with four numbers right. But the 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 bitch of it was that because so many people play, you know, when uh, the numbers go that high. Yeah. That there were four winners. So, you know, somebody has the numbers, they think, oh, I won 22 million. They only had a lousy five and a half million. That, that's, like, that's like going fishing and catching a small perch. You know, you throw it back. You throw that baby back, five and a half million. And five plus the bonus, which usually pays uh, 200 and some thousand, paid 44,000 because there were seven winners. And four out of six was only 45 bucks, my luck. I had one with four. I got a lousy 70 bucks. So I didn't win the 22 million because if I would have, I got news for you. When you when you tuned in today to hear the uh, audio from here, yeah, yeah. you would have heard sounds of silence. Believe me. I believe I would have been long gone. All this crap about, oh, well, money doesn't mean anything. Right. And, of course, Miguel, he's gotten screwed over there so many times. That's why Miguel's happy not to be doing the uh, CD thing. After doing those uh, appearances, because they keep dragging him around, all this crap. They keep making all these promises. All these, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set up the van in front of your store 15 times in two weeks, and Miguel's gonna be there, stark naked and dancing in the street. And, uh, you know all this other crap. And that's why he don't want anything to do with this thing. It wasn't his idea. It was Duff's idea. Okay. In fact, I should have bitched him out this morning when she came in there. That Duff. I should have said, yeah, this whole thing is your fault. And by the way, I don't care who you are, you fair. Right. So if you want to order this stuff, it's online. Do we have a total, Miguel? I hate to ask. Twenty-one, twenty-two. A little bit more than the last you got, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and of course it's not our fault. I mean, the CD is fine. There's a lot of great stuff on it, and the T-shirt is really snazzy and great looking. I got one here. Busted my ass for that CD together. Right, but and these people out there, they don't want to cut loose with the money. That's all. We we still got the same audience we always had, and this uh, who knows what it would be. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay, fine. It's right there online. Let me go to the home page and send this other stupid page. Let me take a puke at it. Happy 30th anniversary, Neil. There's the big picture. Look at that neat cover there. Stomping on the bridge tender's grave. Isn't that clever? Click on that thing to our online store. It's got a listing of all the tracks that are on there for you. Oh, don't you have uh, body augmentation on there? Don't you have... Uh, the, uh, right. Same old crap, man. If you don't have exactly... Of course, there's the pool, and there's Josh with that real porky look on his face because I guess he just saw his paycheck. Still, uh, you know that that picture could have been taken last Wednesday when you, right after you found out the direct deposit didn't hit the bank. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the kind of porky look you would have expected out of your face. And then under that is the Dreamfields uh, pasta, which I'm eating that almost every day. Man, it's good stuff. And same thing, they don't want it. I don't care. More for everybody else. And then under that is the picture of uh, Osama and OJ, same person. And under that, 9-11 Loose Chains, that the documentary that you won't watch, because uh, you're a bunch of hard asses, that's all. You don't care. I mean, th this business of trying to force people. Let me give a little piece of advice, okay? 
unless you want to wind up totally frustrated in a rubber room, don't try to force people to care about something that they don't care about. You know what I mean? You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh... You can bring a horse's ass to water, but you can't make him dunk it. And it's the same okay. thing with this. You can't force people to care about something. You think, oh, you ought to be really whipped up. You ought to be screaming about this. They won't, and they don't. And all these people, these, you know, this business that they're going to have millions of protesters, you know something? Those are the people they ought to be rounding up. Those are the illegal aliens right there. They're all gathering right there for you. Right. They're all, they're all coming out. It's a coming out party. Oh, guess what? We're illegal aliens. They're, they're not protesting. hiding anymore. They're right, right. They're not in hiding. They're not hiding in the shadows no more. So here we are, waving our Mexican flags and carrying out like a bunch of crazy people. Okay, great. Round them all up and ship them out. Oh, we can't ship out that many people. Why not? Why not? 15, 20 million people, that would be impra impractical. Guess what? Can you imagine how many busloads? In fact, Greyhound would be doing a hell of a business. I think there are a lot of people who would be more than happy to chip in for that, sending all the illegals back where the hell ever they came from. Let Vicente Fox start getting things straightened out there, that crook in Mexico, and let them get jobs where the hell they came from. And Guatemala, like that. Remember that great article I read last week, Josh? Yes. About that whole thing. That guy had his thumb right on it, man. Let him have a great economy in Mexico and a great economy in Guatemala and Nicaragua and Panama. And, and also let him stop making so damn many unwanted babies. You know, the Pope is a crazy person, okay, no matter which one happens to be wearing the dress at the moment. We're talking about a bunch of crazy people trying to con you. Oh, no, we don't want birth control and we don't want no condoms. That's why all those people in Africa are dying from AIDS because of the forced misery, the forced death from the Vatican. And these getchkeys down there in Latin America, man, and Miguel knows this, reproducing like rabbits, like rabbits. I'm not talking about so much the ones in uh, Miami. They're more like cockroaches, some of them. Oh, sorry. But like rabbits, they're made, they're, they're, when in doubt, they're just punching them out. Like, they're like the gypsies in Rome. They got one in the oven and one in their arms and one on the street and one, one on the floor and one that you don't want to see no more. It's just it, it's ridiculous. They're in the baby-making business. So if somebody's having a good time, somebody like screwing their brains out. This is Neil Rogers. All right. This is 560 QAM. Yes, for the homo. Tired of the same boring old communion wafers at Holiday Mass? Uh -huh. Open wide, baby, and prepare to receive thy Savior. Oh, jeez, Father O'Malley, wafers again? Now, Billy, this isn't just any wafer. It's not? No, through the divine miracle of transubstantiation, I've turned this ordinary wafer into the divine blessing. Body of Christ. Well, why does the body of Christ have to taste so yucky? Spice up your next communion with new Christeroni. Christeroni is a special blend of rice, spices, and seasonings, plus a bit of the body of Christ in every fluffy forkful. And Christeroni cooks up perfect every time, as he should. Mmm, can I have some more Christ, Father? That's Christeroni, Billy. Amen to that. Christeroni, the transubstantiation treat. Open wide, Billy. If uh, the Father O'Toole says that, Billy, just run like a son of a and call the police. Rectum. Who do you uh, hate the most? I don't hate anybody. 192. That's on our poll today on neilrogers.com. Or you can also order those neat T-shirts and CDs that Miguel put so much work into. Please. 896 votes. They're not going to do it. They don't want it. Plus, they're all stealing them anyway. Rick Sanchez, 191. I hate this poll, 116. Joyce, 95. Now, considering most people don't even know who the hell that is, she's doing extremely well and deservedly so. They Joyce. know. They know her. They know. They know that's the reason we can't fart. We can't. We can't even fart off the ear, much less on the ear. If I fart off the ear, the phone rings within... In fact, that was probably her on the phone before, because I noticed there was no message. 
Dan LeBastard, 78. Boy, he is getting nailed in here, and deservedly so also. Oh, but he's so entertaining, and he's so amusing. Yeah, right. You should live so long. Steve Mr. Ego Kane, 50. That's three times his audience. George, 41. Paul Castronova, 38. Right on George's ass. Hank's got 36. Joe Zagaki, 22. I got 17. I want, you, I want you to stop and think about this, okay, which I'm, I'm pleased to see that. But uh, 17 people are listening right now, and they hate me like poison. Greg Reed, 8. Joey Reynolds, 5. Geldy Geldstein's got 4. Joe Bell stuck on 3. Let's see. The Water Nazi, uh, Miguel and Josh, those three votes. And Jim DeFeedy, none. He just went on there. I can't believe you actually put him on That's good. He deserves it. Man, you talk about a guy who definitely does. When I saw him on the air, we got 902 now. When I saw him on the air last time I was down there, I couldn't believe it. How could you put somebody? He makes Dave Game look like Little Miss Muffet. In my life, I have never seen anybody so grotesque, and he put him on TV. Nice go on Channel 4. They got that cackling idiot, what's your name, doing the news. What the hell's her name? I keep forgetting. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you do. Chan oh, no. That light-complected dark bitch. What the hell's her name? Anne <laughs> R. Huh? Oh, come on. You guys are slipping. But anyway, they got her back on there after she was in New York for about six minutes. She flopped on her ass. And they got her back cackling the news. And they got Jim DeFetus on there. And they got Al Sunshine doing it. He's still waving his ham hocks. That fat tub of crap. What? No wonder nobody watches that channel. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's get this phone cranked up again here, man, if we're going to take a run on these calls. Miguel gets really surly. Sur surly. We start reading too many stories. Tomorrow, Josh, we can, I can do all stories. Okay, There's no Miguel. Good. Do whatever the hell we want. Don't have to act like we got some, oh, gee, you've got to do the show for Miguel. He's sitting in there putting in a lot of extra time. As opposed to what? What else would he be doing now? I don't know, my job. Don't have Doreen to, uh, <laughs> chasing you around the hallway. I have Josh's mom now. Huh? Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to say, maybe Josh's mom is chasing you up and down the hall. 5670560. Or maybe it might be. You fairy. Muff. You never know. WQAM, hello. That was the one. That was our, That was the lone call. Damn. And Pond 560, maybe they're out of material today. I don't know. Maybe they're busy getting today? ready for their Pesach. Maybe they're spinning their little dreidels. That's the wrong holiday, by the way, folks. I hate to break the news to you. Potato latkes and dreidels don't go with Pesach. Stale matzo that tastes like cardboard and uh, Pesadiki candy and Manischewitz wine. <laughs> That's what goes with Pesach. Okay, I guess I'm going to pile it in my pool. Pile it around. Well, I mean, unless, unless the delay catches up in about five minutes, then you'll see a tremendous outpouring. In the middle of the methodically uh, recalling the day his brother's family was killed, Yassin's monotone voice and stream of tears suddenly stopped. He looked up, paused, and pleaded, Please don't let me say anything that will get me killed by the Americans. My family can't handle no more. The history, the story of what happened to Yassin and his brother Yunus' family redefined Haditha's relationship with the Marines who patrol it. On November 19th, the roadside bomb struck a Humvee on Haditha's main road, killing one Marine, injuring two others. The Marines say they took heavy gunfire afterward, thought it was coming from the area around Eunice's house. Well, bad mistake. They went to investigate, and as a result, 23 people were killed, who had nothing to do with it, by the way, but they were pissed off and fired up. Eight were from Eunice's family. The only survivor, his 13-year-old daughter, said her family wasn't shooting at Marines or harboring extremists that morning or any other morning. They were sleeping when Unabamba exploded. And when the Marines entered their house, she said, they shot at everybody inside. They were pissed off. One of their people got nailed, and as a result, bada bing, we're going to, you know, they hit us, we hit them back. WQAM, hello. Now, did you see how we had that frantic flurry while I was doing the story, and then all of a sudden they all went out? I saw that. 
It's like some kind of a game we're playing today. You know, either you get to us right now, which indicates that there wasn't a one of them had anything to say. Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I'll tell you how times have changed. I think I had the right idea on Friday. I mean, on Thursday. See, I went, I went different directions. Thursday was like no calls, and then Friday was all calls. And that's you on Friday. I wouldn't wish it on Hermione Gingold. It was just, wasn't it good, Josh? Oh, yeah. It was special. Spectacular. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. We're discussing the state of the Marlins and why you won't go to opening day tomorrow and why you certainly won't go on Wednesday or Thursday on uh, Pesach. Man. You think a guy named David Sampson would have a little bit better understanding of the Jewish community in South Florida? I just made that up just to get him aggravated. David Sampson is going to be filling in for Hank on Friday morning from 7 to 10. Don't ask me why. I have no idea. I guess because we couldn't get anybody else. We won the World Series. Well, congratulations, sweetie. God, does he sound awfully fey. WQAM, hello. Put the pulsars in the bottom. WQAM, hello. Jesse Agler only has one testicle, and it's a small one. <laughs> well, it's the voice of experience. I didn't realize he had any close friends like that. How is Jesse? What is, and who is um, Mish? What, what is that? I'm sorry? Who? I'm looking on the schedule for the updates. Mish, 530 to 10 and more. Who is Mish? You know what? Uh, he's new. I really? Guess. What happened to that Israeli guy? What the, was his name? Shy. Shy. Is he gone? Um, no, he's still here. No, he's not on the schedule. He was moved. Uh, I believe he does. Let me say it again. He's not on the schedule anywhere. Well, oh, oh, I see. He's I... on with 6 to 10 at night. And then, of course, he's off a couple. Of, that's right, because he's from Israel. So when once Pesach comes, baby, that's won't right. he shy no more for a few days. That's it. WQAM, hello. I want my dream sealed, Miss Ratchet. WQAM, hello. I think if uh, the Marlins got Johnny Damien and he grew his hair back out, they might could win some games. WQAM, hello. Hey, it's tortilla soup, right? Is the next that's it. That is. Have you ever yeah, had that? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, this this place in Dallas, they actually uh, put all the stuff, the vegetables and everything, in the bowl, and then they bring the, the broth, and it's separate like one of those old-fashioned tea containers, you know, the little glass right, ones right. with the plastic tops, and you add it yourself. It's it's awesome. It's called El Phoenix is the name of the restaurant. If you're ever in Dallas, go get it okay. there. Okay, tortilla soup. Yes, sir. Okay, thanks. Yeah, if you're ever in Dallas, Neil. Yeah, right. There you go. Let's make a special trip. What do you say? In fact, we can meet up with a whole bunch of illegal aliens. Let me, let me say this to you, okay? If I were from Mexico and I had to cross the border and risk my life to get out because I was so desperate to get out so I could get a job and support myself, my family, whatever, uh, I don't think I'd be running around waving the Mexican flag. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not big on, you know, who cares about who's waving what flag, all that crap. But I will say this. All these idiots that are running around waving the Mexican flag, if it's so great there and you're so proud to be Mexican, why don't you go back there and get a yob, man? Get a job. Isn't that a good point? I think it's a valid point, if you ask me. I believe everything I say, including that. Oh, it's so great there that I had to, like, risk my life to get the hell out of there. That's why I'm waving a flag, like, sticking it in your nose. You know, gimme, 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 gimme. I want, I want, I want. But here's my flag. Well, great. Go back where you came from, okay? And, of course, although I do understand this, the way things are going right now, who would want to wave the American flag, right? Always good when you travel. Tell, uh, don't tell anybody you're an American. In fact, if you go to Europe this summer, I know a lot of people will be traveling for the holidays this summer. You go to Europe or almost anywhere in the world, say, how's it going, eh? That's it. That's my out, man. I'm Canadian. Right. We're all Canadian. I got my Canadian toque. It's got Canada on there. It says, hey, how's it going, eh? You hoser. 
No, you're Canadian. We like you. We sure don't like your neighbors to the south. And, of course, if we do nuke Iran, that's going to really make us a lot more friends, man. That's going to make us really safe. 28 minutes past noon at 560 WQM. We got Kim Bocamper at 2 today. We took a vote, and you lost. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? How about getting an instant 1200 bucks cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking care of Tri-County area families for three long, exhausting generations. As a carrier factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction. And that guarantee is also backed by Carrier, the people who invented air conditioning in the first place, and now have invented a Carrier Infinity system that actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency. And speaking of that, to maintain maximum efficiency all year round on your present air conditioner, join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Here's how it works. Twice a year, they'll inspect and tune up your system. You'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs, too. All of this, all of these things. All of these things. For just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or constant peace of mind with a comfort club, either way, make the Royce choice. Call Royce Air and Heat toll-free at 1-800-377-0075. That's Royce, R-O-Y-C-E. Royce Air and Heat, 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. A Mexican national holiday. Some stations are giving away trips to Cancun. Some are giving away trips to Mexico City. But we're bringing Mexico to you. That's right. We're giving away Mexican. Real live Mexican. Ay, caramba. We'll be smuggling illegal aliens across the border in the wheel well of a station van. Then we'll give one to you. Imagine your own personal Mexican. They'll wash your car. Clean your house. Pick your crop. Anything you want. Because if they don't, you'll have them deported. Adios, amigo. Be the tenth caller when you hear this sound and win a Mexican. Members of this station and their families are not eligible to own Mexicans. Bathing and delousing of Mexicans is winner's responsibility. Station assumes no liability for infectious diseases carried by Mexicans. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo in your own home every day with your very own Mexican. People listening to win. Top 33, speaking of coming up soon, that uh, home opener tomorrow. Opening day. See, I, I don't know. I just don't understand that. Don't understand what? The, the whole, like that guy that called earlier, every year I go through this. I don't understand why there's such a big hoopla and all these extra people show up opening day, many of whom and a lot of whom aren't going to show up the whole rest of the year. Well, that's the point, see. I mean, what, what, no, by what them is the going point? to opening day, they say, oh, I'm, I'm a fan. You know, I'll show up for opening day, and that's it. And that's it. That's it. In other words, in other words I've done my thing, and now you're on your own. Yeah, I did my part. You. I go to the games opening day. Uh, you know, they can just, uh, it's an, an, an excuse. Well, Kevin, back, well, that's, that's the land of excuses, baby. I don't want to. I don't want to. Although David Sampson's got some nerve, man. You've got some stinking nerve ripping the uh, people and then, then, then wondering how come they don't come out to your ballpark to, to watch your uh, Little League ball club. I hope that on Friday when he comes on there, I'm sure he's going to take calls. I hope the audience just rips him in the ass. But you know they won't. You know they won't. They'll suck up. Oh, David, thank you so much for winning us that World Series. You and Jeffrey are doing such a wonderful job. And we realize that Wayne screwed you over. and You guys need that stadium. And it's uh, Hank and Neil. And it's their fault. Yeah, it's, it's always somebody else's fault. Oh, I'll say one thing for this crowd. When it was John Henry was there, it was my fault. And now that these guys are there, it's Hank's fault. 
that nobody wants to go see the games. It's not because they're putting a crappy product on the field and they had another house cleaning. No. Kevin Baxter, my best personal friend, writes in the Herald, four Marlins starters will be feeling their way through their first game at Dolphin Stadium tomorrow, but once his players get used to South Florida's hot, humid weather, manager Joe Girardi, who ain't no Damon Berryhill, believes the stadium will give the team a tremendous home field advantage. Players aren't used to the heat, Joe says. They're not used to the rain delays. Girardi played dozens of games at Dolphin Stadium during a 15-year big league career. When it was called uh, Joe Robbie Stadium and PP Park, not Dolphin Stadium. Players like to be on a schedule. You don't get to take BP a lot of days. It just seems to throw players off a little bit, whereas the home team gets used to it. See, you know, we're so close to the stadium, the station, that if they don't get to take BP uh, at the ballpark, they can come right up there, up the block there, and go to BP. Right? That's true, yeah. Right across from Chuck's sub-center. How you doing, Chuck? By the way, George didn't mark his foot anymore. Even breathing can be tough for visiting team, Joe says. The other thing I remember about that ballpark was there's not a lot of air in the dugouts. He said it was really stifling a lot of nights in the dugout. And, Joe, if you think it was stifling in the dugout, wait till you hear what Josh has to say about how stifling it was in the press box because of the stench of Dave Van Boring's bad hairpiece. Girardi also thinks the ballpark's specious outfield on thick air will help be a big help to his young pitching staff. They'll get away with a few more mistakes, he said. I think that's important in their development. Oh, yeah, develop this, Joe. Poor Joe. Oh, brother. Always liked Joe Girardi. He was okay. A little slow afoot, but then he was a catcher. What do you expect, you know? Right. He was, he was a good Former guy. Former Cubby. I beg your pardon? Former Cubby. Yeah, well, that's what I just said. I said Damon Berryhill before, but it slipped yeah. right by you. like you No, know, I like, caught it. I caught it. Oh, okay. So then what are you talking about, okay? How's Mike Balecki doing, man? I sure like Mike Balecki. God. Man. And uh, yeah, that was Greg Maddox when he was, like, under the age of 100. Now, did he finally hang it up or not? Please tell me. I know he didn't. but No. How, how long is that going to go on, you know? He's still okay, you know. He's not okay. He's no, not he, okay, man. I saw him just get blistered so many times the last couple of seasons. I just, just Look, he's blistered. Not a, he's not a number one anymore, but he's uh, uh, yeah. He makes yeah. me do a number two. <laughs> now Mike Balecki used to make me do a number three. I like Mike Balecki. He was good. That, that was quite a team, man. That was a hell of a team. We had Mark Race at first, Rhino Sandberg at second, Ryan, uh, uh, Sean Shawan Dunstan. I bet you didn't know any <laughs> other player named Shawan, huh? Shawan. That's right, S-H-A-W-O-N, Shawan, Sean Dunstan. And who? And a third, we had Vance Law. Oh, man. I like Vance in my pants. And who else? We had uh, Andre Dawson, the Hawk was in right field. Mm-hmm. On that team, who else did we have? We had the old Rick Sutcliffe was still pitching there with a beard, like Rip Van Winkle. He was 100 years old then. Was Ron Fay around? What are you talking about there? Get out of here on the 88 team. And you you better learn your baseball, mister, for a for a Julio pretending to know something about baseball. Ron, say my ass. Let me say it again. Vance <laughs> Law was at third with the glasses. Vernon Law, the deacon's son. Remember Vernon Law for the Pirates, the deacon from Pennsylvania? I think he was from McKeesport or somewhere like that. McKees Rocks. Anyway, what, what, you know, what are we talking here? We're talking like a foreign language. These people don't know from any of this stuff. They don't care about it. We don't want to. We don't want to. All the, all the great sports mavens in Florida. As long as I live, I'll never forget the first Marlin game I went to, that opening week of the first season. And listening to all these idiots, mostly your people, by the way, talking crap. Oh, well, a runner at first, he's got to go back and tag up again before he can take his lead, before the next thing. I'm thinking, what are you, what are you talking about? I mean, we're talking baseball, man. This isn't like rocket scientists. We're not talking about the uh, rules of chess. Baseball game, they still don't know what the hell the rules were. All this propaganda about, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the Cubans love their baseball. Yeah, like, like the Miami Amigos, that lasted a long time. All these other experiments that are going to be supported by certain ethnic communities, and guess what? They don't show up. 
Let me ask you this. Now, you guys have probably been to some heat games, which I wouldn't dream yeah. of going to that, where all the uh, all the suits are there, all the, uh, you know, yuppies. Yeah, that's the big suit. Outside right drinking and boozing it up and uh, eating all the food uh, while the game is going on. How many dark folks uh, go to those games? How many blacks in an average heat game, other than the ones on the court? 15%, maybe? 15%? Yeah, about there, I'd say. I would say maybe 15 people. I think you're exaggerating. I've seen those crowds on TV, man. You're really, you're exaggerating. You're goosing it up. Well, that's not you're, a lot. I mean. No. And it's all their people out there playing. How, how many white guys are running in each team? Maybe like two? Hey, we got, got Jay Will. We got a couple of whiteies on the heat. That's what I'm saying. A couple of whiteies, man. It's a dark guy it's sport, their that's all. It's a dark guy sport. Let's cut those ticket prices down so the dark people can afford to go support their people. That's what I'm saying. Look at all the millions that, the, what's his name? Yeah. Is making okay. In fact, we were all supposed to get rich when he came to town. He was going to pay all of our bills. That was the propaganda that was being spilled, spilled out. All this garbage about this ethnic group is going to support this. And guess what? South Florida, nobody cares about any of it. Unless you're winning, unless you got a contender, they don't want to know from you. Just like that Panther business. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll bet you anything. During the break, I'm going to look up and see what the attendance, what they listed as the attendance for last night's game. Which you're right, it was a nine goal scored. It was a pretty exciting game. It was actually three three at one point, and they won. They kicked their ass in the third period. They scored five goals, I think, in the third period, didn't they? Yeah, Panthers? they did. I mean, you know, the cheapies at the end, you know. Well, plus plus they played Graham. It was like a forfeit. I mean, if they really wanted to win, they'd have played Sean Burke. Graham is like a human sieve. Is that right? Yes, and that is exactly right. That's why they went through that desperate stretch there for a couple of weeks when Sean Burke was injured. Then he came back, and all of a sudden he righted the ship. They pretty much got it locked up now. Nobody's going to catch them. Is Atlanta going to catch them? No. Are the make-believes going to catch them? No. No chance, and the Panthers are officially eliminated anyway. After that embarrassing, humiliating loss to the Penguins and Sid Crosby there on Friday night, 5-1 to one right there in the Mac Arena. To the Penguins. That was pathetic. I saw parts of that game. I wanted to cry. Yeah, let's hear it. We love the Panthers. They're going to make it again. No playoffs again. Hey, at least look at it this way. Don't have to worry about playoff tickets. Even though they sucked the money out of us already, the season ticket holders, they're going to apply toward next season. Now, I want the money back now. How's that? Alan. Alan Cohen, another one of these billionaires. But, uh, you know, oh, well, we want the money for the playoffs. Playoffs, my ass, okay? Same old crap. They built that new arena so Wayne could make some money, and now so this guy can make some money, and, uh, and they keep lying about the attendance. If it wasn't for a bad November, they'd be there. No, i tell you what it was. If it wasn't for all those points they gave away in the last few seconds of all those games, how many games did they blow a lead or give up the winning goal in the, in the final? How many games? About 30, man. In the first couple months of the season, all of those games. Now, all of those, maybe they probably give away 10 points at least. And if they, but, you know, something that's like crying over spilled milk. That's like saying if the Leafs wouldn't lose all the shootouts because they use the same three stiffs every time in a shootout and Pat Quinn is like a statue there. What the hell are we talking? You got me into hockey talk? Shame. I see. Josh, don't let him in there again. I see him coming just. He won't be uh, here tomorrow. Just throw a, 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 his Guayabera down the hall or something. You know, being outdoors in South Florida a lot, you need to be com- need comfortable shoes. And the only place you ought to take your tootsies to get fitted right is Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. All the smart shoppers know that. The Dumbos, they go to those department stores and get shut out. Brandy's carries major brands like Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, tons of other name brands in all sizes for men and women, and they even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes. 
Brandy Shoes is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. And when you go into Brandy, you see the fantastic selection and value and the great treatment they give you at Brandy's. You'll understand why I rave about it and have been for years. Go see our good buddy Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes for your feet at an unbeatable price every time. Unlike those department stores where you seem to wait for hours before somebody waits on you, and then whatever style you pick out, they just don't have in your size, sorry. Only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes, so you can just about bet Josh's life on it, that whatever you like, they got it. Don't worry about size, selection, service, or price. Brandy Shoes at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. Can't miss it. Open every day of the week, Monday through Saturday till 9, and every Sunday till 5. And this week again... They've extended a special SAS sale this week at Brandy's. Save 20 to 40 bucks a pair on all great men's and women's SAS styles this week. So be sure to get your butt into Brandy's for fantastic savings this week or shop for your shoes right on their website at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Give Ricky a blow. From the creators of The Apprentice. Who do you think should get fired? It's Hillbilly Apprentice. We could save lots of money. Our whole family could share one toothbrush. And we could sell the rest on eBay. Heck, all 12 of us only got nine teeth. And you don't need teeth to chew tobacco. I just swallow it whole. We could sell Grandma's liver. I can't live without my liver. Shut up, Grandma. He's got two of them. We could sell Grandma's tumor. I can't live without my tumor. Hillbilly Apprentice. I can make money by selling my underwear. It's the 1247 at QM. 953 votes on the poll were kicking ass on air. And Jim DeFetis finally got one. Now, I just looked up the uh, box score from yesterday's game on NHL.com. 13,046 they try to push off on the public as the attendance. And yesterday's Panther-Tampa game at the Macarena and Sunrise. All right. That's, hey, that's not too bad. Get out of here. You're telling me 10. I saw parts of that, and if there were like seven or 8,000 people there, that was plenty. I don't know. It looked like 10 to me, maybe. Looked like, yeah, it looked like maybe about 10 people, right? But, you know, that's not bad. I mean, the Marlins over-exaggerate by at least 5,000. So. And so do usually the Panthers, okay? There might be nine or 10,000 people. They'll say the attendance was 16,782 because they count tickets distributed, which means the extra tickets they hand out to everybody that nobody wants or shows up for, tickets that they put in the dumpsty dumpster in the back of the arena there, that uh, you know, distributed. They, they, they take them and they like uh, take a 1,000 of them and they let them fly loose in the air. You know, when a good breeze comes along and it like flies, uh, you'll see them on the ground. They just make it up as they go along. And, of course, it doesn't do anybody any good. You know, psychologically, I guess, they figure if they lie about it, oh, look at this, all these people going, I better go too, like that. It doesn't work. They're still not going. Seven or 8,000 is what they had. I've been there. I've been there games when they had like three or 4,000. Although I will say this, I've never been to a Panther game when they had as few people as some of the Marlin games I've seen where it looked like they had a few hundred people scattered through the stands. Remember those days? Yeah, but I, I, I went to one this year that I worked. I swear there had to be 600 people there. Panther game? Yeah. There wasn't even 1,000 people. I'd be willing, I'd be willing to bet. <laughs> you, you know, you're not just talking in the beginning. You're talking about like in the middle of the game? Well, no, because I was only there for the first period. But Well, so what does that mean? What does that mean? They just are late arrivals, that's all. I guarantee you, by the end of the second period, there were at least 950, something like that. <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Give poor Alan Cohen, cut him a little slack, Jack, or he ain't going to put you on the payroll. He ain't going to buy you no racehorses. 955 votes on the poll. The phone is dead as a doornail. Man, this is a tough week. I should have taken this week off, too. Maybe I will. Who do you hate the most? Rick Sanchez has even passed I don't hate anybody. 204, man. They despise him. 
They remember those alien days when he was trying to interfere in a news event. He wasn't covering it. He was like in, he was part of the story. Remember that he got on his cell phone? Oh, don't go to the house. Uh, they're not uh, going to be there. And Sister Jean just had a uh, hernia, and uh, she and uh, Janet are doing it in the back room or something, whatever he was babbling about. And luckily he couldn't get through. Remember that? Not really. No, I bet you Miguel remembers it. That's right up his alley, that alienito stuff. Oh, he was he hated me like poison during those alien days. He used to have like a Neil Rogers voodoo doll. Sticking the shiv in it every chance he could get. And then then, then the after it was right. all over. The what? Then after it was all over, shiv is a knife. Shiv, S-H-I-V. You, you know, you got a dirty mind. Perf. Who, who does Rick's, whoever just said that, I can't, you're both starting to sound the same now to me. Like, uh, oh, you sound like a stick. Uh-huh. Dense. Rick Sanchez, 204. I don't hate anybody, 200. I hate this pull, 119. Well, don't they always? Joyce, 104. Nice going, Joyce. Joyce Fitch rhymes with twitch, bitch. Dan LeBastard, 79. Steve Mr. Ego Kane, 54. I didn't know that many people still remember his ass. Who's buying his way on the ear to talk his right His suddenly born-again right-wing propaganda with his 82 adopted kids. George, 44. Hank, 40. Paul Castronova, 38. Joseph Gacky, 28. Neil Rogers, 17. They hate me like poison, but boy, they're listening. They wouldn't miss it. Greg Reed, 10. Geldy Geldstein's starting to move up a little bit. He's got nine. And you want to know why he's got nine? They rubbed off from Robert Grieper. See, all the time I was there, actually in that building, I never realized the two of them were tight as a snare drum. I never knew that. Geldy and Robert. I, I guess it makes sense. Why? Because they both got faces and voices for uh, off the air. Right? You tell me. Although Geldy did, he boy, he hated Mo. I mean, you, you can't even begin to imagine. Last couple times I came in there when Mo was still there and he was... I gotta get off of that show. I gotta get off. I God, I can't even begin. You know, I would be coming out of the tea room and they're doing a, a, an ace, a deuce, whatever. And I come out of there and he confronted me every time and stopped me. And, oh my God, what am I gonna do? It just, you know, to know him was to hate him, I guess, with a Moemeister. Joey Reynolds five, Joe Bell three, and Jim Defeaty one. Now we could have put Mo on there. Let, let's do it. See, we gave we gave everybody else a, a head start. All right, it's part of the new Neil Rogers Head Start program. I mean, he's long gone, but so is Jory Reynolds is in New York doing overnights to about 40 people a night. Right? Rick Sanchez, he's over there on CNN. They still hate him. To remember him is to hate him. And especially that phony melodramatic style. I should have said melodramatic, that punk will call him again. Rick's boyfriend. President Bush's apparent order authorizing a senior White House official revealed to a reporter previously classified intelligence about Saddam Hussein's effort to obtain uranium came as the information was already being discredited by several other officials in the administration. A review of the records and interviews conducted during and after the crucial period in June and July of 2003, Junio and Julio, also show that what the aide, Scooter Libby, said he was authorized to portray as a key judgment by intelligence officers had in fact been given much less prominence in the most important assessment of Iraq's weapons capability. Pack a lies, pack a lies, smear and smear and lie through your teeth. He should have been impeached a long time ago. But no, he wasn't involved in those sexual peccadillos, man, See, so that, that we know of. That's right. Mr. Libby said he drew on that report, the October 2002 National Intelligence Estimate on Iraq, when he spoke with the reporter. However, the conclusions about Mr. Hussein's search for uranium appear to have been buried deeper in the report, in part because of doubts about their reliability. The new account of the interactions among Bush, Cheney, and Libby was spelled out last week in that court filing by Patrick Fitzgerald. I wonder if he knows Barry Fitzgerald. 
the special prosecutor in the CIA leak case. It adds considerably to a picture of an administration in some disarray as the failure to discover illicit weapons in Iraq had undermined the central rationale for the American invasion in March 2003. Against the backdrop of what's previously been disclosed, the court filing sheds particular light on how much, and uh, let's see, Jose Vizcaino, I think, was on that Cubs team, too. Sheds particular light on how Mr. Bush and some of his top deputies have begun to pull in different directions. Even as some officials, including Cole and Powell, then Secretary of State, started to reveal deep doubts that Mr. Hussein had sought uranium to reconstitute his nuclear program, Bush, Cheney, and Liddy were seeking to disseminate information suggesting they acted on credible intelligence while not discussing their actions with other top aides. Lie like crazy. Just make it up as they go along, which is why all these people are dead, which is why you've got a bloodbath going on every day. Every single day it's a bloodbath over there. But nobody seems to care, like I said before. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him wave its tail. And that's just the way it goes. Although sometimes, like out on the racetrack, they pick up their tail and bada-bing. Boy. Those poor drivers, you know, sitting in little sulkies behind a horse. And when a horse... See, one thing about horses, man, it doesn't make any difference where they... They're not worried about etiquette, you know? No. Well, when nature calls, when it's that moment, man, they just lift their tail and there it goes. Almost made a sound there. Would have been a raspberry. Raspberry flavor. You know what I'm saying? You've seen that. Well, that's right. You, you two aren't track guys. Although I bet you McGill's been at the track. Well, I've been with Hank. Oh, for, yeah, with Hank. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you've seen what I'm talking about. Sure. And especially those thoroughbreds because they're very, very high, strong, and uptight. And so as a result, they lift their tail and bada-bing, you know. But at least the jockey's sitting on top. Now, what the hell is the difference between, like, thoroughbreds <laughs> and what? Like, harness? Is that? Breeding, man. Breeding. Breeding. Okay. Harness horses are durable. They warm up three miles before the race, okay? Three times they come out and warm up a mile. Three miles before the race. If you did that with a thoroughbred horse, it would croak right there in the track. They're like China dolls. Don't you notice that the thoroughbred track, they come out and the jockeys are like, barely they got their ass halfway up in the air. I think that's a signal. But at any rate, uh, you know, and, and the horse is just like prancing a little bit. Then they get in the gate, they run like three quarters of a mile away to drop dead, you know? Okay. Thoroughbred racing, man, just really, really sucks. Boring. Half hour, 25 minutes to half hour in between races. It's uh, ponderous. I think they, I think they invented it on the Ponderosa because it's really ponderous. Palmero was on that team, by the way. Who was? Palmero. Rafael Palmero was on there. He was probably doing a couple. Had popped a couple of roids. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. 1988. No. Yes. No. Absolutely not. I have the roster right in front. Of me. Not, not a chance. He, he was on the team field. that won the division. Rafael Palmero. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Oh Doesn't yeah, you're right. Goal. You're right. No, you're he was right. on there. Yeah. Of course oh, I'm right. I'm cheating. Oh, he's looking it up. Two minutes till the sixth race at Tampa Bay Downs. We've got a field of eight. And look, look at this. Look at the jockey. Stand, the, you know, they're getting ready to go to the gate. And the jockey is standing up and the horse is just prancing, like, just very, very so slowly. Like, don't put all that weight, all that 106 pounds on him, kid. And the horse's name that they're showing is Flinkus. Perfect for a thoroughbred Flinkus, as rhymes with Pincus. Oh, man. Oh, you won't catch me going to the thoroughbred track no more, except maybe to Woodbine. I don't watch the horses. At Woodbine, because I had that gambling problem, you know, that you were telling me about. At least you admit it. Yeah. Got a bad problem. Wheel of torture. Yeah, and in your mind, you're thinking, okay, I'm down like, you know, 800, 900. You keep pouring the hundreds in there. And all of a sudden, 1,500 on the line. Oh! a bing like that. I ran out of there, man. I cashed out. I had like almost 400 credits plus the 1,500. You got to. Almost broke even, and I ran out. I flew out of there. And I thought, God, I feel like I just won 50000 That's part of the psychology of it, man. Even if they extract a little bit of that money from your ass, they still make you feel like, see, I, had a, I did have a good time. I had a fine time. So that counts. It was sure better than being there, I'll tell you that. 1257 at 560 WQM. South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There are boat shows and car shows, 
bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and lots more. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the one name you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top-of-the-line, attention-grabbing steel customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954-772-7275 right now, and Pubset will get you set for your success. When it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset's been the very best for 14 years in town. 954-772-7275. Write it down. Write it on your limp wrist. 954-772-7275 for Pubset. From design to setup, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. And rest assured that Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate. You only get one chance to look great. Pubset is the way to go. Call 954-772-7275 or online at pubsetsf.com. For top-notch design trade show graphics and displays, Pubset be the way to go. Look for my picture on their building along Dixie Highway or laugh your ass off just north of commercial. Call Pubset today at 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. All right. Hey, everybody. There he is, Mr. Hockey. Oh, Geldy on the lineup today, and none to mark because we got all that, we got all that uh, baseball stuff. <clears throat> Opening day. That's right. When a lot of front-running phonies will be showing up. Hey, we're big baseball fans. You won't see us again until next year, but it's opening day. We can mark it down. We can save. We can probably save the ticket for a few months and then sell it on eBay. Right? Get about 50 cents. In fact, the Panthers-Leafs game tomorrow is uh, it's on AM 1360 until the Marlins game ends. Now, the Marlins game is at um, 405. It's very possible that, uh, you know, that game could be over by 7. Right? All yeah. the games generally now, huh? Yeah, it could be. You would think so. I mean, that's almost three hours. And, of course, the Marlins would be one, two, three. I mean, you know, three and a half. 
Oh, that's bad. Don't be saying such crap. The Padres may stink. I don't know. How, what's the Padres' record so far? I mean, it's only four, five, six games. Yeah, you're five games in. I mean, I don't know what the record is. Well, why not? You look it up. You know, don't be so lazy like George, okay? Oh, Do a little work there, for Christ's sake, for the big money we're paying you. Well, what's the uh, standings now? I'm just looking at the National League. Don't you have a paper there or something? A newspaper? No, well, I don't. I read it online, thank you. Um, but I'm going to their website right now. Who, the Padres? You don't have to go to their website. Just do uh, 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 whatever you want to do. Huh? Yeah, just do a Major League Baseball website. That's what I did with that Panther thing. I wasn't going to go to the newspaper. You think I'm going to waste my time trying to get in the Sun Sentinel and Herald? Where a lot of times they'll put the attendance zero, which I think they're closer than whatever it is said in the box score, but zero. Idiots. Five six seven oh five sixty. Two sports intensive this week because of this opening uh, day thing in the crow tomorrow two o'clock. No guilty on Wednesday because we got an early Wednesday and Thursday, man. Oh! That's unfortunate because nobody's going to show up. Very jackass says maybe seven thousand on Wednesday, and if it's only seven thousand on Wednesday and they lose the first two of the series, it'll be about four thousand on Thursday. I don't want to be negatory, but it's just realistic, you know. And look at Thursday after the Marlin uh, San Diego game on Thursday, which pregame starts at twelve thirty. Mad Dog is doing a show at Sofa King. No, oh, it just says uh, there's no plural on, on my schedule here. By the way, they're just as bad as the Marlins right now, sitting at one and four. Padres. So good. That means it could be a crap out. Weren't the Yankees best? also one and four or something like that? I don't know. And I, what the hell is that? Not even in the same league. Oh, what are we talking four, about? Right. The Yankees, okay? What are we talking? They're building a new okay. stadium at their expense there in New York for the Yankees. Who cares? It's too early to talk about who's good. Yeah, that's right. What, what, the, what, what does that have to do with the price of peanuts at the ballpark and Cracker Jack? And uh, what's that stuff they have instead of Cracker Jack? I actually had a Cracker Jack at the hockey game. Right. The first time. But they don't sell Cracker Jacks at the, uh, at the uh, Marlin game anymore. We've already discovered it, discussed yeah. this. It, right. What is it? I don't know. Yeah, you crunch and munch. There you go. They're munching same on crap. it. Same crap. Yeah, it's basically the same crap. I like fiddle-faddle myself. <laughs> and then on, uh, so let's see, but Geldy makes finally resurfaces on Friday from 2 to 4. Because Robert Creeper made out the schedule probably. Not that, that, that is that is so shameful. The audience doesn't want to hear. And as a matter of fact, Friday, you know something? Remember how I used to take the helium balloons and I would like talk like this during the show? I think what I'm going to do is fill up a whole bunch of balloons Friday or else get a tank of helium. Because we got David Sampson for Hank in the morning and then Gildy at 2 o'clock. And, and if that isn't good enough, then we got the Roberto Luongo show with Gildy at 6.30 and then, of course, the, uh, oh, brother. So it ought to be squeaky Friday, right? And, of course, it is good Friday. So as opposed to having just the macaroni and cheese and tuna noodle casserole, you can also have a little squeak-a-thon on Friday. Wouldn't that be good? Sure. I, although I think if you have too much of that air from the balloon, I think you'd, like, pass out. Well, let's try. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I could always pretend I passed out. Just, I always want to do that, you know? Especially George gets so freaked out. If there's, like, one second of silence, you, you've seen it. Well, he gets if there's silence, then we hear you know, yeah, if you hear that, then you'll know. Too, too many balloons. 1,021. Yeah, Neil's been blowing on too many balloons. 1,021 votes on the poll. Told you we'd sneak that in there. No problem. On who do you hate the most? I'm not going to give the results, though. I'm, I'm up to 18. George has got 45. Boy. George, 107. But Rick Sanchez, he's in a leak of his own. Believe you me. They despise him. They wish evil things would happen to him. They wish somebody would run his ugly ass over. WQAM, hello. QAM. 
WQAM, hello. Out there, wow, a loud, a loud dial tone, man, extra loud. I'm really surprised these phones have been working at all today after that inauspicious start we had. What do you think that was all about? Yeah, I screw up on your end. Yeah, probably, like, like usual, right. Mm-hmm. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular, screw up on my Rectum. end. WQAM, hello. Still not there on two. WQAM, last call. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, you were talking about uh, Rick Sanchez, and when uh, he was trying to call and they couldn't answer, remember that? Yes. Yeah, I I called you with that story. I was watching the news, and mm-hmm. uh, what happened was, if you remember the details, the, grandmother well, the entourage was on the way over to uh, Sister Jean's place right. on the beach. Right. And the grandmothers were being flown by helicopter the to Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. Because then they were going to be driven to Sister Jean's house. Well, he just, uh, out, of, out of the blue, just uh, got the news that the grandmothers were not going to appear. So then that's when he started calling the uh, spokesperson that was driving the car, which I think his name was Gutierrez. And he was trying to call him on the cell phone. Boy, what a memory you got, man. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a memory of everything that happened. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and he was trying to call him, but he says, oh, apparently they're not answering their cell phone. You know, because, yeah, if he would have called, he would have turned around. He would have stopped that whole meeting from occurring. Right. Yeah. And, Jan- and Janet would never have hooked up with Sister Jean. <laughs> That's right. All right, Neil. Take care of yourself. Thanks for the good news, man. <laughs> okay. there, there's a walking encyclopedia of uh, trivial crap. That's that's incredible. It's like me with all my, uh, you know, hockey and harness racing trivia uh, stuff. I can't. Frank Todd Jr., baby, look out. Here he comes with the uh, dark blue silks. Once cashed a 25 to 1 shot with Frank Todd Jr. driving. How do you like that? Very nice. And Frank Taylor, who had only one thumb. WQAM, hello. Doctor's Jumping. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay. Great. You know, I was thinking about you yesterday. You know, this may take a second to register, but I was watching the Masters, and Jose Maria Olafabo was in, the, in, in contention. I remember seven years ago when he won it, you were making fun of his name. Who Do you remember that name? Jose Maria? Maria Olafavo. I'll be damned. Yeah, so, you what know. Kind I of a guy, what kind of a guy is named Maria? That was the problem you were having with him. What? He's a hell of a golfer, though. Well, there you and, go. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. Before Maybe he'll do something useful and productive. Yes. Where's Marius Laces these days? Do you have any idea? Marius Greasy Ass? <laughs> I, think, I think she's at the barber shop cutting it short, like the call. 5670560. How is Maris Grecius and the whole uh, family, the Miami family yeah, of drunks? Wasn't that some episode, man? Oh, oh, please, please let's have another one of those deals. We, could, we couldn't have choreographed that better, you know? Every day the phones were just smoking. The, the phone was practically burning out. It was getting, like, blown off the, uh, the circuits were getting blown. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. God almighty. Oh, speaking of that, Florida's first gay rodeo a success. Men and women rode bucking broncos and had some fun dressing goats in tidy-whitey underwear during the state's first ever gay rodeo this weekend. Tidy-whitey underwear. See, that's the image they like to project. All you pansies out there. All you fruit flies, you know. Wow. Participants competed in common and uncommon rodeo events during the Sunshine Stampede at Bergeron Rodeo Grounds in Davie. Of all the places you'd least expect there to be a gay rodeo, it would be in Davie, you know, as in Ride'em Cowboy, having different meaning. Goat dressing, considered one of the rodeo's camp events, is when a two-person team wrestles a pair of jockey-style underwear on a goat 
and races back to the finish line before the goat can reel him off. It's a fun event, said goat dressing competitor Rich Valdez of Colorado. Valdez, uh-huh. The crowd likes to see something unique. The Florida Gay Rodeo Association hosted the weekend-long fundraiser for charity. Competitors vied in traditional rough stock and speed categories, including bull riding, rectum riding, bronco riding, calf roping, and barrel racing, as well as in camp events such as steer decorating and wild drag racing. Oh, God. They can ride bulls, ride broncs, and wrestle with steers, said Mike Williams, chairman of communications and media for the Florida Gay Rodeo Association. He's known in the rodeo circuit as Cowboy Mike. He likes to ride him. There are some pretty tough women out there, too. One woman in shoot dogging, a steer wrestling event, proved that statement true while clinging to a steer that repeatedly bucked her and then rolled her over. Completely, repeatedly bucked her. Okay, I want to make sure I said that right. She was met by a loud applause from the audience as she got up and walked out of the ring. All right, you go, girl, boy, whatever you are, you old bull dyke. More than 3,000 spectators attended the rodeo on Saturday and Sunday had about the same attendance. I think it's great, said spectator Jim Allen, drove up from South Beach for the event. The people are here very friendly. It's like a community event. And, of course, they'd be a lot more friendly if you like, looked pretty good. Oh, and speaking of that, just one more of those, and then we'll get off of that uh, thing. Well, what's the deal with that? Is, it, is that like the new thing, the gay cowboy? It's not new. They've been doing it for a long time. They've been riding bareback. Or what, what are, well, I guess it's timely, though, huh? I'm saying. Everybody all whipped up. I saw a little bit of Donnie Darko last night. Great movie. You know, I'll tell you one thing. I, I never really thought about it that much before, but he sure looked a lot better in that movie than he did in that awful broke-ass mounting. Jake Gyllenhaal. He looked okay. He liked a little disturbed, Jake. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Just a little bit on the disturbed side. Yeah, he used to have some bad dreams. And, of course, there was that wastily wabbit. Next Monday, some 200 gay families are planning to attend the annual White House Easter Egg Roll to showcase themselves to the nation and President Bush. But some religious conservatives say the families are crashing the public event and exploiting children for political ends. We're not protesting the president's policies on gay families, insisted Jennifer Chrysler, executive director of the Family Pride Coalition, the organizer of the gay families attending the event. We are, however, helping him understand that gay families exist in this country and deserve the same rights and protections all families need. Not so, said Mark Tooley, director of the United Methodist Committee at the Institute of Religion and Democracy and Hate, an influential conservative group. It's facetious and not very persuasive for Family Pride to say they're not making a political statement, Tooley said. Interview last week in the conservative weekly Standard Magazine in January, Tooley called the gay families crashers and surmised that President Rutherford B. Hayes, who first held the public White House Easter egg roll in 1878, would never have imagined the controversy that the event was stirring up more than a century later. Current hostess of the event, Laura Bush, has adopted a neutral position. All families are welcome to the Easter egg roll, provided they stick with the rules, said her press secretary. No more than two adults, at least one child under the age of eight. And a partridge in a pear tree. And they're going to be rolling them. Rolling big fat ones on the uh, White House lawn. 115 at 560 WQM. Dry Concepts is the best carpet cleaning company in the world. I know that. I've used them for over 21 years and always rave about them because they never let you down. And they want to remind you now that springtime has arrived official. Cleaning your windows, doing a little dusting here or there may give the outward appearance your home is clean. However... Until you really deep clean all the dirt and germs, settle down into your carpeting, your furniture, your drapery, even in that bedding with those dust mites, it just really isn't clean. Dry Concepts is offering right now springtime special to help with all your spring cleaning and is just a phone call away. Don't forget Dry Concepts specialize in upholstery cleaning, leather cleaning, drapery cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, mattress cleaning to say goodbye to those nasty dust mites and much more. 
So don't just half clean your home in the spring. Call Dry Concepts today. They'll never disappoint. Have your home clean from top to bottom. Always show up on time. Always professional service. And always a written guaranteed price up front. No rip-offs, no scams. So call Dry Concepts toll-free in Dave Broward of the Palm Beaches and tell them that Troy told you to call. 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071 or online. It's dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 560 QAM. After one at five sixty, WQM, we got Kimbo Camper at two, Jim Mandich, all right, four to seven this afternoon, and Curtis at seven, and EK at ten. Tens of thousands of immigrants spilled on the streets of Atlanta, other cities today, and the National Day of Action built this campaign for immigrants' dignity. How much dignity can you have when you're breaking the law? You know, in North Carolina and Dallas, immigrant groups called for an economic boycott to show their financial impact. In Pittsburgh and other cities, protesters gathered lawmakers' orifices to make their voices heard as Congress considers immigration reforms. Ain't going to happen, by the way. Ain't going to happen. Nada. Zippity-doo-dah. We all know pay isn't the same everywhere. A lot of people won't work for the minimum here. So if they won't take the job, what's the problem, said 47-year-old Jose Salazar, who joined about 100 people outside Senator Arlen Specter's office in Pittsburgh earlier today. In Atlanta, police estimated at least 40,000. We had 10,000 in Miami yesterday. Waving American flags and chanting legalization in downtown Miami. Lots of Haitians, by the way. That guy, you know, the guy that calls in about the Haitians every day, he must be foaming at the mouth. Yeah. The protesters had a dual purpose in Georgia, supporting immigrant rights nationally and protesting state legislation awaiting Governor Sonny Perdue's signature. We sure like his chickens. That would require adults seeking many state-administered benefits to prove they're in the country legally. 
Oh, no, you shouldn't have to do that. Just anybody, you know. Oh, I want uh, welfare. I want my driver's license. I want my 57 Chevy. I want all I want. I want, I want. Nineth Castillo, a 26-year-old waitress from Guatemala, said she's lived in the U.S. for 11 years without a scrap of paper. Well, isn't that a sad commentary, huh? Doesn't that tell you what kind of a great job we're doing? I, I have tended to agree with old Lou Dobbs on this, with old fat-jowled Lou Dobbs. Asked whether she was afraid to parade her undocumented status in front of a massive police presence, she laughed and said, Why? They kick us out? We're coming back tomorrow. How do you like that? Isn't that a nice added altitude? Yeah, great. Carlos Carrera, a construction worker from, of all places, Mexico, held a banner that read, We're not criminals. Give us a chance for a better life. We would like to let them work us work with dignity. We want to progress along with this country, said Carrera, who said he's been in the U.S. for 20 years. Illegally. I just mentioned that in passing. In North Carolina, hundreds of Latinos prepared to skip work or boycott all purchases today to demonstrate the financial impact of the Latino community on area business. In Charlotte, some employers plan to skip work, including some of the blessing of their Latino bosses. We're hoping that employers stop to consider what this is all about. Organizer Adriana Galvez said, Notice all these people, their name ends in a Z, most of them, except that Carrera guy. I think he's playing first base for the Marlins tomorrow. That if you need people here to do the work to buy, then give them a legal channel to get here, he be saying. Now it goes on and on. I got news for it. Let me say it again. If they gave amnesty to illegals and now they're saying, okay, it's 11 or 12 million, probably 15 to 20 million. They haven't got any idea. It's just, they just picked those numbers out of their butts. They haven't got any clue. And if they give them amnesty, you're going to see a poor. They're going to be pouring from, from all the way down there in Argentina and Chile, man. They're going to be like, uh, they're going to be trekking. They're going to be trekking all the way through Paraguay and Peru and uh, Bolivia and uh, Venezuela and Nicaragua and El Salvador and uh, what am I leaving out? You know the that, rest. That's more than enough right there. Yeah. All the way up their old Hershey Highway and then, of course, right across the Mexico border with Texas and California and New Mexico and Arizona. Even Mark Lindsay is like all bent out of shape. He may cut off his ponytail. Used to be rumors about Mark Lindsay and Dick Clark, by the way. By the way, speaking of Dick Clark, how's he doing? Did he ever recover from that New Year's? Uh... No. Oh, man. Wow. Looks like they were shooting him from the produce section of the public. Looked like a vegetable. Didn't he? Looked bad. Because they lie a lot. You know I mean? What, what difference does it make? Has he got, like, any products that he sells? I mean, are people out buying American bandstand memorabilia? Or, I don't think so. Does he still have any of those sweatshops? I mean, those uh, restaurants of his? How about the one in Bayside? Is that still there? Miguel would know he hangs out at Bayside all the time. Yeah. No, did he had one of his uh, restaurants there, right, in Bayside? Sure he did. I don't know what his restaurants are. You didn't see Fahrenheit 9-11? Or no, it was in Bowling for Columbine, I'm sorry. Where that woman in Detroit, the kid, her kid that accidentally shot that little girl. Don't you remember that scene from Bowling for Columbine? You didn't see Bowling for Columbine? I did not see Bowling for Columbine. Josh seen it. I've seen it, Yeah. Yeah. I remember that woman was working like she was getting on the bus from Detroit and going all over there from Flint and going to Detroit to work in that mall at the Park restaurant. Though, yeah. And she was also making the fudge. She was making fudge for white people. As a matter of fact, I think it was Fudge Brown they featured in that flick. Speaking of the dolphins, what kind of what, wouldn't you change your name if your name was Fudge Brown? Well, well who would name somebody like that? Am I, I right? I mean, there's worse out there. We've done the athlete, you know, the bad name athlete poll. Yeah. I once worked with a guy's name was Dick Green. Okay. But Fudge Brown? Come on. Fudge Brown is coming to town. Heck of a job, Brownie. Anyway. 
I tell you, I do like fighting, but boy, it is, it'll make your blood sugar go just skyrocketing, zooming, because it's pure sugar, man. Yummy. Right. I'll tell you what else is really bad for you. A very high glycemic value is pizza. I mean, we're, you're talking about all this pizza, do, 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 do. including the pizza uh, burglars. But pizza, man, they put sugar in the dough and they put sugar in the sauce. And, oh, and between that and the, I don't know what it is about pizza, but as much as I love it, I can't eat it. That's right. I you can, can eat my low carb. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. You, you eat mine, too. You go right ahead. Eat my quota. And one thing I discovered, you know, remember we were talking on Friday about the um, cheese sauce in a jar? Right. Well, I didn't actually look for that, but in one of my smaller supermarkets, I found, like, uh, four four cheese sauce. What is that? For like Alfredo, like if you want to make fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, yeah? And, and like I was saying on Friday, it doesn't make any difference what kind of pasta you use with these different sauces. It's not written in the Bible somewhere that if you don't use the right, if you use a cheese on, uh, pa- on spaghetti instead of macaroni, you're going to burn in hell. And so I took that four cheese sauce and I like, uh, browned up my beef, you know, my ground beef, yeah. with some like sliced olives and put that in my uh, my four cheese sauce on my pasta. Man, oh, man, a chef. Is that good? Ooh. Better than you can even believe. I don't think I've had beef and cheese. And, oh, and very few. Well, what do you mean? You never had well, like well, uh, not with pasta. Beefy man. macaroni, you never had that? No. Boy, you Goya, man, you know what that's all about. You're supposed to be the experts on that. Now, that's right. They probably didn't want the meat on Friday in there with the macaroni because that, that would send you to hell. <laughs> that's right. Right? The macaroni and cheese sends. Uh, you could add your tuna in there, though. You can eat the meat on Friday, man. Could have put your tuna in there, though. Little tuna noodle casserole with macaroni and cheese. You know, that's not sounding like a good mix to me, though. What? Like meat with the macaroni and cheese? Trying to think about that here. No. (laughs) I'll have to try that. What, what are you, like Orthodox Jewish now? You just converted? No, not at all. You're not a good Catholic. We know you're going to burn in hell for that. Why not talk to Gary Sarner? He'll tell you about it. It's trafe. It's trafe. It'll turn your your stomach into like a burning... Cauldron, it'll be roiling and boiling in your pu- in your pupic, man. Jesus Christ! That meat and milk combination—it's trafe. Next thing you know, you'll be eating with like one set of dishes instead of your milky inflation dishes. And here at Pesach time, no less, even Miguel knows about that—about the two separate sets of dishes. I bet you Miguel's pretty tight with Gary Sarner. Is Gary Sarner still there, by the way? Yeah. He's still, he, and he's like still alive? I believe he's the national sales manager. Well, does that tell you all you need to know? This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. I smell it. Yeah, you've seen Jay-Z perform on the Grammys with Paul McCartney. And now, the Hover comes out of retirement. Yeah, 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 yeah. To duet with all the legends. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Jay Z. Uh, 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 uh. You've never heard more beautiful duets than these. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Z duetting with the legend. Yeah, while it's hot, y'all. You know, there's Kara Phillips on CNN. I would, I would give anything. I'd pay serious money to see her, like, head blown off right in the middle of a newscast there on CNN. I would, I would just, I'd get wild sexual excitement from that. <laughs> 1,070 votes on the poll. Who do you hate the most? I could put her on there, but she ain't like, uh, what has she got to do with us? Rick Sanchez, 224. 
Man, and by the way, that guy's still dead, the one that he ran over in front of the stadium, speaking of the Marlins and the Dolphins in that place, that stadium. I don't hate anybody, 220. I hate this pool, 129. Joyce, 110. They despise you, Joyce. They wish that you, you and Kira could be sitting there in the same, same, uh, right, same seat. You'd be sitting in her lap. Dan LeBastard, 84. Mr. Ego, Steve Kane, 60. Wow, that is an astonishing number for someone who's become so obscure. George, 47. Paul Castronova, 44. Hank, the Humper's got 42. Not too bad. Joe Zagaki, 32. Mo Howard David, at late edition, 26. And he's climbing and climbing. And don't fall off now, Mo. Climbing. Neil, 20. Greg Reed, gone but certainly not forgotten. 11. Most of those, I'm sure, from inside the building. And Geldy's got 11. Joey Reynolds, 8. Joe Bell, 3. And Jim DeFetis, only 1. 1,077. We'll get to 1,100 before the end of the show today. Aren't you excited about that? Even without George. Awesome. Even with little George on vacation this week. Isn't that amazing that we can still do it without George? And we're going to do it without Miguel tomorrow, because Miguel's going to be at gate uh, F. Yep. Stands for uh, freaking Marlins. With, with the boy. crow. You know, you're going to be on the air with him? What, what are you going to be doing out there? Are we giving something away or not? Is it, Would that that be a joke? We always give stuff away. Well, like what? What are we giving away? Well, we have our baseball T-shirts. What? I like that one. What? Yeah. Marip, Marip, Manny Ramirez. We have baseball T-shirts. We've got Marlins uh, prizes to give away. You know what else we got? Severe recesses. Yeah, we got those, too. You can go hang with him. They, 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 they get... <laughs> oh, I like it. They get 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 They get it. 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 They and we got another one, too. We got Lenny Martez. And we got that one. So eat your parts out over there with your one shares. Losers. WQAM, hello. Neil, I have a petition here with well over 100 signatures to get you off the air. I will be faxing it to the FCC. <laughs> and, and we will. And let, listen, me. listen. When you're sitting around the Maypole, okay, let go of it once in a while. Let it get some air. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. That's that's their new tack, okay? They, at least they got a new a piece of material, like I told them last week. Get off the old stuff, get on something new. This one's already stale, okay? Come up with something new for tomorrow. Come up with something new for Pesach, okay? WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes, uh, good afternoon, Neil. How are you? Good afternoon, yes. Listen. Uh, uh, talking about sweets, I was. Re- I know you are a diabetic and and uh, don't eat too much sweets, but I was. No, you had the first part right. Yeah, well, I um, unfortunately you do eat sweets, especially ice cream. Well, but at least, I was. But at least, at least I keep my azucar man. I just, you know, I saw Hank on the air on Saturday, with all due respect, like I told him at the Wood Memorial on ABC. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, this is a man who's diabetic and doesn't check his blood sugar, and I'm thinking of a dead man in a brown coat. No, no, he, he is a terrestrial manatee. Anyway, uh, I was in an English... He must be out of this world, because I don't know how he does it. I, I don't was know how a, he keeps going. No, I know. I was in an English cruise recently, last week, as a matter of fact. You were with Teresa Cruz, yeah? No, no, in an English cruise. cruise. I was in the Patagonia. Do you know where that is? The, 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 the way, All the way south, in the Antarctic. Anyway... 
And in the dining room, uh, uh, the couple next to me, we happen to be from Toronto. They're uh, English people, but they live in a lake in Toronto, in a mm -hmm. big lake. They told me, beautiful they home. in the lake? Yeah. And they were... Uh, they ordered dessert, and I think you will love the dessert that they ordered. It was like an sponge cake, very soft, with the raisins inside and a light cream. Do you know what the name of that dessert is? No. A spotted, a spotted dick. Oh, yeah, that's an English thing, yeah. Right. In fact, there, there's a pub here in Toronto that's called the Spotted Dick. Really? Okay, yeah, that's well, a, a British uh, dessert. Well, uh, uh, and, of the, course, the British also have, a, I don't know what it actually is, but it's called Toad in a Hole. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Totally. I, I, I swear to you that I, I thought of you in... Uh, and maybe that's why the British are so constipated. Right, right. In the, and uh, you know something? The, I tried I tried, and it was, it was not good at all. Oh, anyway, right. Jose Maria is a very popular name in Spain. Really? And he's in, of course, it's in honor of Joseph and Mary. The Jewish couple... Yeah. They're a very famous Jewish couple that had, mm. uh, had Jesus, you know. Jose Maria and Jesus, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a very, very, one of the most popular names in Spain, Jose Maria. I'll be damned. So, uh, so anyway, I ran out of things to tell you. A happy East over. <laughs> happy East over to you. Oh, yeah, happy me. East and West over, too. Okay, my friend. Take Let's care of yourself. Don't be sweet. We need you. Arrivederci. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Totsins. Dui. My God. What? I, I about fell over from that call. <laughs> he's, cry, he's a good guy. He's just chronic, that's all. He's just, uh, I'm sure he means well. He does. He's a good guy, like I said, okay? There's some chronics who are jackasses, who are aceholes, and there's some uh, chronics who are uh, good guys, but have nothing to say, we, like him. But he's a good guy. Now, we've already talked about those British. It goes to show where his mind is, though, huh? But then again, he's one of Miguel's people, so. Yeah. I, I guess the toad in the hole looks like some kind of a... Uh... Sausage. <laughs> well, don't stand up too fast. Rectum. Because I, I hear that has a habit of falling out. This is Neil Rogers. This is 5.60 God? Donald, I understand that Melania is breastfeeding and her breasts are huge. Yes. Bigger, better, stronger, more beautiful. you got to be thrilled. I am. They're both very, very fascinating. Uh -huh. I have a good relationship with both of them. And we have a lot of fun. It sounds like it. Melania, your thoughts? I'm from Slovenia. Okay. She's having fun. And so am I, by the way. I can imagine. I went crazy. Okay, I get the idea. Donald. No. No. Melania, is it any fun for you? I don't think so. That's all I can say. 146, look at that. The Catholic Church is all whipped up uh, supporting the illegal aliens because that means, you know, it's part of the war in numbers, you know? Isn't that great? Yeah, they're encouraging them to break the law. And the Catholic Church, far be it from the priest to ever break the law, except, of course, molesting little boys. Well, that's just more boys coming in, you know? More young boys and, of course, more schleppers to put the uh, pesos in the uh, collection plate every Sunday. They'll show them Keep the that way. in mind. Yeah, that's right. they got a shortage of altar boys, and so we need to bring in more of them illegal aliens. Bangers and mash, that's another one of those great specialities of the British. You know, i got a friend that's going to London at the end of the week for a few days. That's I've awesome. never, well, I've been there at the airport, but I sure has never gone to the city. Never, one of the places I would never, ever go. Really? Why Let me is that? Again. Really? I mean, why? You have a desire to go to London? Yeah. For what? I, I have the great friends, cuisine? I have friends that have been there and said it's probably one of the best places you could ever go. You want to see the English babes. 
One of the best places you can go for what? Well, anything. What, what's not to do in London? It's a huge city. What can't you do in London? I don't understand. What's, the, what's negative about London? It's full of British. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and crappy food. And the weather sucks. It's ra- it rains almost every day. It's cloudy and dank and rains. And you got all them queens running around. A lot of queens in London? Well, that's like here, too. Sunrise, speaking of places where it's really great to be, Sunrise. Sunrise residents uh, of Long Acre community promise they'll be heard as they voice objections to a new Walmart supercenter planned for construction adjacent to their homes. Bangers and mash. Expect, uh, expected to operate around the clock. The 176,000-square-foot store could open as soon as late next year at the southwest corner of Oakland and Pine Island. But homeowners, setting a litany of concerns, said they would call on commissioners to preserve their quality of life and block the store's construction, to which we say, oh! you go, guys. We are definitely going to get a group to go in there, and we're going to get uh, some flyers out and send some material to Sunrise Lakes. Phase 3, which is to the south of the planned store, said Karen Parente, residents she hoped would divide into working groups, conduct research on crime, traffic, and taxes, and give the commissioners every possible reason to vote against the super center. If we get united and put up a good front, we can do this, she said. While the proposed store is not on the agenda for uh, tomorrow night's commission meeting, residents hope to use the meeting as a form to address commissioners. More than 30. About 30, man. Long Acre residents attended a nearly two-hour meeting held last week in the local hotel ballroom, opening the session attorney Susan Motley. Member of Motley Crew, no doubt, explained that she represented Walmart and was there to inform residents of the store's plans and find out what residents wanted. We want what we want, interjected Ralph Parente, is you not to move in. Nice going, Ralph. Well said. When in doubt, get the hell out. Residents voiced many objections to the store, which will replace the store at the northeast corner of Oakland and University Drive. Among the issues raised was need, as one resident brought with her a Walmart.com map showing 11 Walmart stores already located in Broward. 11. Other concerns addressed how the store's parking lot lights could illuminate their neighborhood, whether the trash system would bring noise and odor, whether crime might go up, what effect the store would have on traffic, and what local property values could suffer. Let it doubt keep their ass out like it's going on all over the country. More and more people are getting banded together. We don't want no Walmart by us. Go away. Go away, you grave robbers, you lunatics. And, of course, I'm sure that Walmart, they're not for illegal immigrants, are they? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, let's change the name of their business to Slave Labor Be Us. 1,106 votes. Who do you hate the most? Rick Sanchez, 229, the poster child for hate in South Florida. I don't hate anybody, 227. 20.5%. We don't believe you at all. Maybe maybe three of you. Maybe. And just like when we do those polls, we ask you know people about their prejudices. and uh, Oh, I, I love everybody. No, you don't. You're, you're a liar. Even on an anonymous poll, they don't want to admit that they're bigots, you know? Everybody's got a little bit of bigot. Like Timmy Dean says, there's a little bit of bigot in every bite. I hate this poll, 131. Joyce, 115. Nice going, Joyce. They're out of your ass. Dan LeBastard, 89. Mr. Ego, Steve Kane, 60. George, 51. See, he's like only in mid-pack. He's always, oh, they hate me. They No, they're, they're used to your crap. Castronova, 45. Hank, 44. Joe Sagaki, 32. Mo Howard Davids moving right up on Joe's ass, 28. I got 20. I got 20 that says uh, they're all listening here, all the 20 of them. Greg Reed, 12. Geldy Geldstein's got 11. He's right on Greg's butt. Wouldn't be the first time. Joey Reynolds, 8. Joe Bell, 3. And Jim Defeaty, 1. You notice how the Joe Bell 3 votes came in early? I didn't vote for him. I voted for Joyce. 
So let's see. The water Nazi would be one. Uh, see, Nervous Lad, Miguel would be two, and Josh would be three. Nope. Did you vote? I did. And who did you vote for? I voted Joyce. for Joyce, yeah. Joyce. How about Miguel? Affects me the most. He can, he's the only one that can vote in the building. No, that's right. You can't. In, in the whole building? That's right. See, this is why we can't get more than, like, uh, even on a really great day, like a couple thousand votes on our poll. Because if you're like, it's that AOL crap. Isn't that what it is? No. What is it? We're all on the same uh, network. Network, you know? No, but I mean, like, if you're in a building where everybody's on the same network, you're the, you're, and you vote fast, nobody else can vote, right? Right. right. So people that click on our website and they see the poll, they see the result, but they can't vote. Well, that, that's a bunch of crap. It keeps us from freeping it. It does what? No, but if you have a building with 100 employees in it, right? You know, and 98 yeah. of them are Neil Rogers fans, you know, only one gets a vote. I'm up to 21 now. I think I think Joe Bell just voted. This <laughs> is Neil Rogers. You voted twice. Fair. This is 562 AM. What the hell was that? Uh, oh, hello? look. Huh? You all right there? No, no. Look what just happened. I knocked it down. I hit it there because when my finger slipped, I almost hit Leanne Farts. You know that Leanne Rhymes bit? Oh, that would have been funny. That would have kept you really busy, man. You'd have been banging it and hitting it and smacking it. Leanne Farts. Let, let's play a little bit of that. <laughs> How far can you go? Oh, uh, let's not find out, okay? Let's. Uh, we got this far. Let's not find out at this juncture is the way I would say it. Oh, speaking of, we got time for this one story. And maybe for a quick call. WQAM, hello. QAM. Oh, he's just squeezing it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I love me some you fairy. Okay, I'm glad. Go back where you came from with a phony accent. Uh, Timestamp photographs will show an exotic dancer was already injured and very impaired. Timestamp photos when she arrived at that party where she claimed she was raped at it by members of Duke University's men's lacrosse team. An attorney for one of the players said yesterday she was uh, impaired. Durham attorney Bill Thomas said some of the photos taken when she arrived at the house indicate the woman was injured before getting to the party March 13. They show extensive bruises and scrapes on her legs, especially around the knees, he said. Now, here comes the, this is the real coup de grace. This young lady was substantially impaired. She had fallen several times during the course of the evening, Thomas said. Now, you know, like when you go out and you shoot a moose? Okay. Listen to me, and it falls maybe several times. It staggers around and falls several times. What do you do with the moose head? I don't know. What do you do with it? You put it on the wall. What do they call that? They call it, you mount it. Right? Right. And she was an exotic dancer, and she fell several times, and so obviously the lacrosse players figured, well, what do you do? You mount it. There you go. See? Very simple. Don't take Sherlock Holmes to figure it out. By the way, don't uh, watch that movie. You won't like it, even though the last line's got to do about uh, we were We were had to bring Hank back. It's kind of cute. The man who knew too much. Hitchcock. But just, have you like any Hitchcock movies besides Psycho? No. No. I, I don't know. What, what else? Give me a couple of North by Northwest? I haven't seen it. Rope? Never heard of it. Never heard of Rope? No. I know what Rope is, but never heard How of it. What about Grope? Don't you know, it's 58 no, degrees already. The sun is shining, man, and they're, they're full of it. They can never... It's going to be like in the 60s today, so I'm going to get the hell out of it. Bye, bye, bye! <laughs>